If you want this junior chicken? You got a junior? Yeah. Honestly, it's yours. You can munch it. I knew you were going to say it, but I'm going to eat it anyway. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast, which is still unnamed, which is something we should have wrote on the board to figure out a name. But regardless, we'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again. <laughs> Our usual suspects. My name is Ray. Noah. But today we have a very special guest. This is a very special episode. And I told him, this man to my left, that I was going to introduce him in a special fashion, not like any other guest we're ever going to have. And there's a reason for that. Wow. The man to my left is a multi-platinum selling podcaster. He actually actually invented podcasts. Yeah, nobody knows this, but he actually did. A man of many talents, that's not where it ends. It doesn't end there. He is a very, very accomplished coach. Up there, mm. up there with the Bill, Bill Belichicks. Belichick. Wow. Up there with the Popovich. You, you know what I'm saying? Who scored a touchdown Don't here? Cook, baby. Very yes. nice. Very nice. Middle of our intro. Sorry, we, we're killing. And I think what we're going to do now is start covering our guests in my mom's holy knit blanket. The most holy knitted blanket ladies and gentlemen the man to my right the og the killer without further ado clayton motherfucking kane Uh, welcome to the pond my friend thanks bro thanks for having well actually thanks for having thanks for coming to the pond you gotta be blessed welcome to the pond my man oh thanks man i was we were talking we had breakfast this morning we were talking about how excited we are to do this can we can we drop a little promo for um yeah. Absolutely. Whatever the you vi- need. The to- village restaurants, Johnny Creek, Ontario. Okay. Oh. Shout out to the village, man. Can, the uh, village. These guys put me on. Mm. Best one fried job in Hamilton. Yes. He, I still say it's Bedrock. We'll we see. might have to have a breakfast in Hamilton war. I'm all about that. You cool with that? We should go on a tour one day mm-hmm. where we just try out all the spots. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to Bedrock next because I okay, I, I swear Bedrock by Bedrock yeah. and so do a Fair lot game. of my homeboys. Fair game. Okay. I'm in it. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is a special pod because we have Clay by our side. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't know, most of you know that we he did a podcast back in the day, Dollar in a Pod. Dollar Amazing. Ago. I was featured five, on it. I'm pretty five, sure you were featured on it, no? No. Never. Me and Un- uh, crazy enough, Noah wasn't on it. Me and Noah weren't like that. We, we got really close like in the last like probably year or two. Yeah, two years. Unreal. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. But um, Dollar in a Podcast, name was inspired by obviously Dollar in a Dream, J. Cole. Yeah. We had the same birthday, this. January 28th. Wow, so I did not know that. was that. like a little, yeah. Okay, now I'll never forget your birthday. Because that Very track is one of my favorite of all time. Yeah, every year on my on my birthday, it's me, Greg Popovich. Wow, he's on Andre January 20th. Andre Iguodala, Rick wow. Ross. Rick, Rick Ross. Ross. Every year on my birthday, I just wish happy birthday all more life kind of thing, right? More life, okay, okay. wow. So love telling that, yeah. So there it is. I, I introduced you with the greats, and then I got the stars birthday. are aligned. Yeah. The stars are aligned. Yeah. So we got a lot of things to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um... Most notably, I do want to talk about Dollar in a Podcast in a sec, but I do want to bring up the fact that Sunday football is back, which means fantasy is back, which means I'm taking the title this year. Fair. All right. And you're supposed to feel this way. <laughs> okay. Noah has a lot to say about that, especially coming from me. Because I, 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 I think I come in last, I think, in the last like two years. And that's bullshit. So this year I actually studied like it yeah. was like I had did a good exam. Yeah, you did. He did. He did. I did my homework this year. And it showed in the draft. You did your homework. I did my homework. Yeah. So here we are. We're doing the whole fantasy thing, but I don't really want to touch into that right now. We will. 
Okay. But not right now. Gotcha. Let's talk about Dollar in a Pod. Cool. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, and, and we had a little chat before it. Mm. What stopped Dollar in a Pod? Because it was fire, bro. And oh, I, I like the... Right. There's a lot of things that I like about it. Yeah. The fact that how you guys rolled videos out in like in chunks because it was like way more consumable. Mm-hmm. That was really smart. Yeah. yeah. You have a great smooth personality for that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Okay. Well, I'm just yeah. being honest. Like, yeah. like you're, you're good at it. it you, mm-hmm. What it was, it was way ahead of its time. Way. That's what it was. Oh like, my God. Like, yeah. like, it was just the vibe before it was even a vibe. Yeah. So I mean, it was literally the shit. Yeah. I've been in a podcast for like a long time, like a long, long, long time. So I've like, mm-hmm. I've loved Rogan for years. Yep. Um, brilliant idiots like Andrew Schultz, Charlemagne the God kind of thing. Like right. I've, um, I've always really enjoyed the podcast space. And and my thing, honestly, it's just like, I just think conversation's like the greatest thing that you can have, but there's nothing better than a great conversation. I agree with that. And then giving people, 100%. giving people like a window into a, a good conversation. I'm fortunate enough to have like cool friends, people that are entertaining that can come on and we can make it something that people would want to listen to. But that was the coolest thing about it, I think. And you guys are going to see obviously as you kind of go along, but um, when people start to like look forward to watching it, that's, or people that's start what I'm, to, I'm excited. People, about. people come up, and I met a couple people that were like, "Oh man, you're Clayton from the podcast!" Like, cool. and I'm like, "That's insane. That's like weird, right?" But not like we were moving like that. <laughs> no, 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 but it's definitely there. It was, like, a couple was, hundred viewers. I had friends that listened and watched it. The reason why I didn't do it anymore, um, the channel was literally called Clayton Unfiltered, and I was pretty savage in some of the things I talk about. Uh, if you think and you're high school, if, if you think you're savage, like you've come to the wrong podcast. Fair enough. <laughs> you've come to the wrong podcast. It was pod. pretty uh, it was, <laughs> me and Noah will have funny. a rated R pod and we'll be like, yo, that was totally PG thirteen. Like, totally. I can I'm, see I'm that not losing my job. I had to brief Noah I'm like, hey let's not get too spicy today. We're not. We try we do talk <laughs> about I'm like, I'm like yo Touch up on uh hook, hook up culture and you're like mmm spicy. <laughs> spicy. Alright. But like but no, it was honestly really cool. So the reason I stopped it and we took all the videos down and everything was just because, yeah, I got a little flagrant on there and I didn't really need that floating around the internet. Fair enough. So, so that's what ended away from it. Yeah, I, I definitely want to get back into it at some point. You're welcome here anytime. I know, which is dope. So and I'm if really you cool. start your own pod, I better get a fucking invite. So should know. 100%. Of course. I want to go on together. Like, we're, we're, I want to do this trio thing. Like, yeah. I'm mad busy, so I don't know if I have the time to commit to it. Because one thing that you do have to do, and it's kind of what we talk about with like, the way we rolled everything out. We were very big on when we had it. Every weekday, you were getting new content. Yeah. And the one thing that's obviously really important is just having your name out there. And um, every day, if you're on Twitter or during the weekday, and you're going to see that we dropped a video, it's yep. going to allow obviously that consistency that people are going to start to watch it and see it. And what's okay. this? I see every day on my Twitter feed. I gotta yeah, take a absolutely. Look, right? so, you got to you got to understand how the the dynamic of like yeah. YouTube and social media's work to attract. Yeah, so I don't think at the moment, and I wasn't for a few years since I stopped it, committed enough to doing it the right way. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of avoided doing it all together. But man, super excited that you guys are doing it now. I think you guys would obviously kill it. It's going to be really I think we're doing it the right way this time because I've taken a stab at the whole podcasting thing, but it was completely half assed. And I don't don't mind admitting that because I knew it was half assed. Was that when you had everyone like on like a big voice chat? Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of savage, but I mean, it was like entertaining. It was entertaining, but you know what? Like, (laughs) what, what do we? was missing was production value wow what was that wow oh my god that was oh the nastiest catch catch. I, is that yeldon i don't know who that is that was. i think that is tj yeldon no 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 that's a receiver. who is it that, that was gross dj clark oh my god it says god. shark is that a typo or is that i cannot name? believe that fair it might be a typo it's tough to, it's tough to Nick do. Nick Foles, man. Yeah, he's, he's something. 
He's definitely Look at a, this. right on the money, bro. Do you think that was throw. luck or skill? Honestly. That's a perfect throw. That's just a that's perfect, a perfect throw. But do you think that was lucky that he got the perfect throw? Is my question? No, that's like he's a baller. Like he's an NFL quarterback. He is a baller. That's the thing, and that's what's he's crazy. Supposed to Nick do Foles that every is still time. like I'm not convinced by Nick Foles yet. He won a Super Bowl. No, I know, but he didn't get them there. Like he but finished he the job. Came through. That, he came through. That matters to me. It the does one matter. thing I've always and I think it's important with he's a baller. Let's be real. God damn, he's a. No, but he gets Parking praised. Row, he, got, he got praised from um, by the Eagles teammates for being super composed, and I honestly think composure and just like your demeanor is, is such an important like characteristic. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, man, like all these guys have like the talent. Yeah. Right. It's like the intangible things that set people apart. Hundred percent. And he has those things. So I don't think there's any reason why they. Can't no, be I think really Nick good. Foles is an above average QB. Yeah, I think it'll be neat. Oh, Jaguars will be interesting. He's definitely better than Andy Dalton. Well, a lot of I'm better than Andy Dalton. You look better than Andy Dalton. Respect. Wow. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. That's what matters anyway. <laughs> so, um, do you want to stay on the topic of football, or do you want to transition? Since because we just went two routes here, we opened up two pathways. We went a little bit personal. Mm-hmm. We went a little bit sporty. Okay. Do you want to stay on the sport path? To keep that focus, or do you want to go for maybe topic number two on the board? We can go. We can stay with sports. Let's just knock it out while we're here. Okay, good, because I have a lot to say about Antonio Brown. Wow. Okay. Okay, I just want to start with the fact this is a PG thirteen show, so I don't want to be vulgar. He's a fucking bitch. (laughs) That PG thirteen part was a joke. He's a bitch. Wow. No, he is. So this is what he does. He puts himself in a. I'm just confused, so maybe you guys know the the reasoning behind it or the logistics of it, mm-hmm. but to sign a big contract with the Raiders, yep. what was the point of him kind of like orchestrating a release? Because that's my... I've come to the conclusion that he, the whole time he was orchestrating. Uh, okay, so this well, is my... You, this but is you my spelled thought. it out for us at breakfast a little bit. I didn't really, because I'm still confused. I thought you watched on the line of like, I thought this happened, or was it you? Yeah, it was me. And so, so what I think happened, down, yeah. to be honest, is an opportunity came, like sh- things were shit in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. an opportunity comes, he pretty much has to take it. Like, like the thing that I think is funny is like, he always says like, he's the villain, but like, at the t- it does look like it in the news though, like he does look like this big bad guy, but like, which it's like, do we think he is? Or I don't know, but anyways. <laughs> so he he takes the deal, goes to Oakland, gets yeah. the money, yeah. and now he's the spotlight in Oakland, right? Yeah. I think what happens is he practices with the air car and the team, and he goes, "I need to get out of here. These guys are trash." Okay, that's and then fair. and then this shit happens where he starts pulling off these social media stunts like Kanye level. Okay, shit. so I think like what he's posted, trying to do is yeah. put the power in the players' hands, and he's taking that to like it's gone to his head completely. I don't think he's a bitch though, because like man, think you're think, a Pats fan though, so I know. Okay, so he he came to my team, which is sick, but the way I think of it is like this guy will do anything to get his way. Okay, I That's agree. Kind of I like agree. He's trying. Move. He's but trying at the to same be a boss. Time, like, I think there's a. Broader, it does make him look bad. Like, to be I, fair, to be it's honest, working though. But like this it's is working. This is trailblazing stuff though. It is. So like when you look at the NBA and where the NBA is going, I fucking agree. It's LeBron so player, had the it's same so player game. driven. Players drive mobility. So what player, started that? They're though? saying that. Well, you you can, yeah, you what say, started that though? It was LeBron going to Miami on that whole show, and everybody looked at LeBron like the villain, and they're like, "Oh my god!" But now everybody praises LeBron but, because he was the trailblazer. But, but here's the neat thing though about it: the NBA is star driven. It's player driven. The NFL is not. The NFL is completely marketed I, off of I teams. I agree. 
Um, there's more guys on the team. They wear helmets. You can't see their faces when they're playing. So yeah. the NBA, it's like more star driven, right? Yeah, you can yeah. win and contend with two or three really, really good players. Yep, so I agree. Um, the NBA players control everything, and that's what we're seeing now with all the movement in terms of stars joining together, people leaving teams, people leaving mid contract. Yeah, they have all the leverage in every deal. I agree. NFL is different, and the fact that AB was able to pull this off. Is crazy and it it's I, crazy I, one it speaks to one it speaks to just to how it. talented he is like talent over everything like he's too good for the Patriots to be like now nah, we'll take him for a year and see if he can like act normal mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's stacked in but like I I wonder if this will start to be a trend and all the small market teams that aren't starting beyond what's gonna happen with all these star players on these smaller market teams that yeah. are not happy being there yeah that's what I don't like Did they what's ta- are to they the gonna NBA. take a page out of this book and say hey if I act up act look at crazy, Lamar Jackson's arm baby don't want to be there whoever's in question of this man no speak you're not you can't be. buddy did that. you see that throw I feel like that was gorgeous <laughs> I feel like T.O. right now when you're talking about Romo that's my quarterback. That's look, quarterback. look at how nasty that, bro. Yeah, the, the, I don't like that they had 20 po- 21 points. I'm telling you, man. Baltimore. <laughs> Lamar. Four for four, 140 yards. It's the first quarter. Wow. 20 points. Yeah. And I picked up Brown in my league. I love this. This is great. Look at this throw. Perfect. That's a nice catch. Perfect. So here's my question, though, about the AB thing. Do you think another player can steal that formula and get a similar ideal sort yes, of Yes, and it'll happen again. It's actually going to become Dude, less and less. No, no but, but no. is he just the way that good? he did that? Like, think of it, man. I'm this not, guy went to ain't the no more games. Let, yeah, he went that far, posting videos of him celebrating. The fact that he, he got, got released, and then you know the irony bro, in that is he had a. They got I, a I, I, the, news, the irony man. in that is that he had a, a Raiders. He had a Raiders painting in the background as he was saying, "I got released." He had like Raiders artwork in the background oh, of that video, but I just which I it, thought was pretty funny. But he played. I feel like he played up the whole like I'm going crazy thing. You think he? Played a that lot of people question this crazy. They think I'm a villain Dude. on the news, man. Like the coach Gruden. <laughs> Dude, that's like a, coach, that's a hilarious. And he straight up just goes, "What the hell are you doing? Man? Yeah. What are you doing? Just play football. You're and great at what you, you do. What are you doing?" I just thought it was dope. Can we uh, do a little angled view? Uh, uh, like, sorry, I'm a little anal about that. Wow, right. I don't want you to be like... No, I honestly, I honestly just thought it was so savage that he... I feel like he literally played up like he was like going through crazy stuff, losing his mind. For sure. To get out of there. And then went to the Pats, and like I wouldn't be surprised, man, if we don't hear a peep out of him this year. Oh, no. I'm, I would that, not be shocked. I don't think he will, man. I feel like... Like like you were saying at breakfast, like the, Antonio Brown is bigger than the Raiders. Antonio Brown was yeah. was the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think he was. Not, it's questionable. He's right on par with the you, size of the Steelers yeah, at that point. Yeah, for goes what to he, the Raiders. He's way bigger than the Raiders, but he is not bigger than the Patriots organization. No, no. So, dude, it's pretty much listen. Like you got what you you got the golden ticket. Like. He's on the Patriots. Like, what are you going to do? I don't even want to talk about this fucking topic anymore. Like, the whole AB saga, I'm tired (laughs) of. And then it ended Wow, Sammy Watkins. Another one. You're hurting, eh? In in your heart? Yeah, but it's okay. I have him, so it's fine. Yeah, that's true. You have him, but this week... Why is he balling right now? Dude, the thing is, is when when you have too many weapons, it's the second, third guys that benefit. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just look at Juju. It's that's that's how it works, man. Um, that's why I was a little bit nervous about drafting Juju, but Juju may very well be a top five wide receiver this year. Like it's quite possible. He's really talented. Wow. 
What a fuck. They look they're just wide gross. open. But it's just wide open. Like, that's just easy. Like, why the fuck? Yeah, but he's playing the Titans, so this doesn't mean shit to they're me. They're playing the Jags. No, they're not, are they? Oh, yeah, they yeah, are yeah, to. Yeah. Oh, okay, so this is legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah this matters because uh, those bets. Who's are playing the Titans? <laughs> <laughs> the Titans are playing, um, I think. Oh my god, they, did they didn't count that? Is that play? Damian Williams? Oh, they didn't count it. Oh, I got called back. That was LaShawn, LaShawn McCoy. McCoy. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah, know. What's happening with Damian Williams? 0.6 points, this guy. Sideline. LaShawn McCoy's going to fucking take his happened? job. I need a fantasy update. All here. right, whatever. All right, the listen, I want to... I want to fucking... Lamar Jackson has 14 points. I love He's my a life. beast, bro. He's a beast. Um, Can you check my game somebody quick yeah, here, before we move on? Um, let's move on. Because okay. we have football. Look at Baker Mayfield. God damn it, this guy's well, a fucking we'll god. Is that football? Njoku? That's Njoku. Let's go. We'll be talking about football the whole pod, realistically, man. I, so, I wouldn't I wouldn't even mind it. Njoku's going to be such a surprise to everybody this year. I just want to let everybody know that. I did my homework. Njoku's going to be good. He was right. good last year, too. But, like, he's... Look at him go. God damn it. The way he's going to get free looks because of Odell and Chubb and Jarvis. And, like, that team is stacked. It's well, look at... Even, like, look at... This is, like, a scene right now. Look at Higgins. Higgins has been playing Higgin, great. Yo, Higgins was good last Ravens season. Ravens D's but, putting up the most work for you right now with 12 points. And then you got Tucker, Tucker with three, Chubbs. And Joku just got his couple points there. I thought Chubb got a touchdown. Maybe they gave the ball to someone else? Different running back? Wow, that hurts. Oh, that does hurt when you think about it. But yeah, really like, what the hell is that all about? Okay, no. they, they, <laughs> called, they called it back, I guess. Awesome. All right, anyways, let's move on. I, I'm glad I'm up, anyways. I'm yeah. playing Brammer, though. He's, he's been good for a while. So... Friends versus company, we wrote that on the board. Like, I kind of got briefed on it, but this is like, this is your pod today, so I'm going to let you just man it. No, it's your pod. But, so, and this is, I got to preface, no one told me to preface this. <laughs> definitely. It seems like I'm taking shots. Yeah, definitely. At like eight, 90% of my friend group, and I'm not doing that. Yeah, absolutely not. I have a theory. This is just, it's a theory, and it's okay. actually true. And like, for whoever hears this, like, there's there's no reason like no one's taking shots at Odell baby look people want to rip Odell yeah and I don't think this is like I don't think this is some like out of left field like no this is unknown idea but I I just I just think it's something that like I've thought of more and more and my issue and this is things I think about a lot because for example I have my little cousins one of them's in high school it's like a really important time frame a hundred percent we all can look back probably at early years of high school and think about how difficult it is mm-hmm. like socially it's hard man especially in the High social media, media era yeah. it's very challenging to navigate through that and be okay yeah. it just is so the one thing i started to realize over the last i'd say year year and a half is you need to invest in things that are going to make you a little bit happier and it's all about where you put where you place power in your life right so there's certain things and relationships that we have that are. That's a have. really good point you made about yeah. that, where you place power. Shit. So that, that one struck a chord. Yeah. So like people, like certain relationships are always gonna have power in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Like think about important relationships that you have. Like your parents, obviously, you're gonna have power in us. Um, if you're in a relationship, you're it affects your mood. Like it's the, gonna those have relationships power. affect your mood. Your a lot. closest friend groups, they're gonna have power, right? So mm-hmm. um, the issue I think that most people have, because there's such a worry about quantity. In the social media era, like mm-hmm. you're more pleased numbers, by numbers. hundred yeah. percent. Um, because you're guys, set I, up to fail because if you worry about the number, you're putting power into people's hands that 
don't you can't rely on to deal with that the correct right. way. Right. It's not it's not sustainable. It's definitely not one of those things that you want to rely on because it's it's variable. Yeah, and we all and, the, and the unfortunate thing is, and I can speak for my I can only speak for myself, but when you're in high school and you're around so many different people, you do put power into people's hands that you don't even know or care about or they don't even know you. Yeah, hundred percent. So the issue that does happen, I find it a lot of times, is you begin to think about the things that you don't have or the people that let you down when in reality, based on your relationship with them, they should never be in a position to let you down in the first place. I so agree. I have this distinction of friends versus company. Um, we have a lot of people that we would call our friends. More, I like it. Um, I do think though, when you really narrow it down, your friends are only a small select few group of people. Um, all those other people fall into the company category. They're just yeah. people that um, you'll have a good time with when they're around. Yeah. Um, for us, and guys our age, right? Like you can all, Think about the times when you go to the bar on a Saturday night, you run into some guy that you were friends with in high school, Absolutely. and then you're fucking bro, bro tears, oh man, love you, man, miss you, how you Yeah, doing? you know what I mean? Like, well, nice let's talk again around. soon, and then you never do it again. And in reality, those people are a company. It's um, not, which is not a bad thing. You kind of need, It's not a bad thing. Like, it's impossible to be close no, with so many people. It's, it's not a bad thing. I know, but it is good to make that distinction, though, to it's know important. that, because like, like you said, that's where the power factor comes in. Where it's Absolutely. Like, and... I noticed that like when you feed that power to the friend side, you just start to appreciate your time more. Yeah, and you're just happy, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, so, and yeah. I think a lot of people had that revelation through college years because you, 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 like you were. T- I don't know if you want to get into it, um, but I remember you had a moment where you told me about how you felt like you were alone at times, and we yeah. don't have, you know, like yeah. I felt the same way. So like, yeah. Um, that's- it, it's you one of those things where you value yeah. friends. Yeah, I don't want to get too much. No, no, that's fine. It's, so, it's your call. So here's my thing, right? It's just, and it, like I said, it comes down to knowing where to put the power. So when you, and we've all been there, mm-hmm. it's a Saturday night, you're in your house, no plans, mm-hmm. and then you see on Snapchat or Twitter or Instagram, a bunch of your friends are out together. They're mm-hmm. at a pre, they're going out for the night, they look like they're having a great time. Thanks. And then we have that like, well, why didn't anyone tell me about this? Yeah. Right? And then you're hurt by it, and you're yeah. in your feelings, and you're a little bit upset. But in reality, you got to recognize that like when you recognize those and I'm not saying this happens with friends too and that can hurt and that's okay though. That's like normal because some people have to have power in your life. It's just the way it goes. It's just the way it goes. But like when you start to put power into the hands of those people that will consistently let you down, you're just setting yourself up to not be happy. I agree. It's hard to let go too though. 100%. But in a time when we look at things of... um, like mental health is such a large conversation. Mm-hmm. We always think about or talk about how do you avoid the bad things? I just think we need to start doubling down on the good things. Yeah, uh, so yeah for sure. sure. When I recognize sure. my friend group and people that I hold near and dear, like I'll use Noah as an example, like I see Noah more than anybody in my life outside of people I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, but the amount of time is like, but like but there's a prior like i prioritize that time because it's important mm-hmm. right and when you start to do that and prioritize time with people that like you really care about or or really have value like add value to your life mm-hmm. those aren't the people that are going to let you down like they're just not yeah 100 so i just want to talk about like like the whole feeling alone shit and i want to take the positive out of that yeah because you know like I don't know. You have to be alone, to be honest. I feel like to get like in your actual bag to know who like that's exactly. Well, people scared, yeah. claim the shit like, oh yeah, yeah, but really they're just the yes man, the one who's like yes, yes, so, like you yeah, know what yeah, I mean, like yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. take the. I I think you gotta take the time to be alone to actually know your shit. Yeah, for sure. Like here's my thing. It's like 
being alone gives you the time to reflect and be like, listen, well, to be alone with your thoughts is a scary thing. Mm-hmm. It is. Sometimes. Oh, it can Especially be. Especially when you're not in a good place. Let's, let's, let's be real. Like, it could eat away sometimes. Like, your mind's powerful as shit. But I have, I always, I'm, a, I'm an optimistic person. Mm-hmm. I take the good out of the bad always. I always, I, I always. I try to tend to do that as well. I look at the yin and the yang of everything. Mm-hmm. Okay? You get the good out of the bad. That's, I always try to evaluate bad moments and shit like that that happens in my life and with pick, that philosophy. And, and literally purposely pick the good shit out of it. Yeah, you have, you have to. You find have to. So here's my thing, and like I've made it like it's it's a habit in my life. So let's say like for instance, in times where I felt like alone in college years, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you look back and you think, "Okay, man, I have time to think about A B C D E F G people in my life." Okay, yeah, yeah. you almost put it in a list in your head, mm-hmm. and you look and you're like, "Man, does this person really have my best interest at heart?" Mm-hmm. Like I. Like, like you evaluate it in a, in a, in the ratio of time spent versus what you're getting out of it yeah. or what's, what you get back. You know what I mean? Like effort. It's mm-hmm. like I'm putting in, it should always be a 50, 50 split with the people you love. Mm-hmm. The people you spend the most time with should always have a 50, 50 ratio effort in versus effort, effort received. Yeah. Right? I agree with that. Man. Okay. That. Sometimes it might be difficult to, to honor that, to honor that because you have people like parents in your life that. You know what they to say that you've ever done more for your parents than your parents have done for you is a hard thing to say for a lot of people. We haven't. It's yeah, exactly. It's, it's impossible. Right. Well, the it's fact that they gave you life. life. Yeah. yeah. Wow, bro. Are we on the same wave? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Coming at you. <laughs> but you know what? In the moment, you feel in those moments and times when you feel alone, it's hard. It's hard to think, yo, I'm gonna get something good out of this because in that moment, you're like. This is the fucking worst I've felt. You feel like defeated. Nothing. It's hard to take the positive out of mm-hmm. anything. Never mind a situation that sucks the most in your life right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to it's hard to be happy about anything. You get a good grade, you're like whatever, dude. I had to. You, you think about the bad that came with that good. Yeah. That's the other side of the yin and yang. Well, you look like you look at it like, oh man, I spent my Saturdays alone by myself. That's the only reason why I got a good grade. Like I wish I was flunking school and I had people who cared about me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you might even get trapped in that mindset. But that's the thing, and that's why I find like so. I've always been a relationship first person. I've always prioritized relationships over everything, and to a fault in a lot of other areas of my life. Like um, you have the big test tomorrow, the big exam. Mm-hmm. Um, if my best friend calls me to have a two hour conversation on the phone, I'm picking up the phone. Mm-hmm. And that's to a fault, right? And it hurts you in other aspects of life. Yeah, and the I'm one not, thing I'm that I believe, I can draw that line. The one like, thing I need to do this to me. No, but I'll just use the example here. So the one thing that I believe to be very true, there's nothing more important in terms of having being mentally healthy and happy with life than the relationships that you have. Because at the forefront of everything, those are the things that matter most. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have the support system, it's going to be really hard to keep going through the adversity that's inevitably going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? It's your support system, the people that you speak to, the thoughts that you take in. Um, you giving great insight on something or Noah to me, that's adding value to my life, Absolutely. right? So the company you keep is extremely important. Yeah, and sure. if those relate, if you don't have strong relationships, you're a product of the five closest people in your life. And they've said that. And I think that's very true, right? It is and very true. I think those are things that honestly hold a lot of weight. Yep. Um, I've always valued and prioritized relationships first, which worked to my detriment for a lot of years while I was a student in school of doing other things and not like kind of maximizing potential. Um, but yeah, here, at so. the same kind of time though, um, it, when I look back at it now and some of the things that are working out in my life currently, it was well worth it. Do you know what I mean? And it, it all worked itself out, right? Like if you, um, 
have a focus on building strong relationships, quality relationships that are going to help you move yourself forward in life, mm-hmm. um, that always pays itself off in the end. Yeah, I agree with that. It's just kind of like a bigger, a more of a bigger picture sort of look at it. 100%. But it's funny though what you say about being like alone. I, I just think that like... I um, needed that though. Because if I didn't feel that, because yeah. if I didn't feel that, I wouldn't have made the necessary decisions that I made in my life that made my life better moving forward. Like yeah. that, those times of feeling lonely and like d- sad inside mm-hmm. helped me. Well, Lamar Jackson's fallen. He's fallen. He's got absolutely trash. He got another. They are trash. So it's not a real test, but still, yeah. it's, um, it's, a f- it's a fair first game. Though. My, yeah. Those those moments of like despair and like loneliness and just you know what I mean. Like you feel like everything is against you. Your back's against the mm-hmm. wall. Like, eat, like it's it's crazy how little things can make you feel that way, too, yeah. which is kind of nuts to me, but it does. But those moments in my life, like, really made me the man that I am. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, and it continues to, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. those times where I feel really shitty, it's like, now, the first times I was feeling those really intensely, yeah. I, I was... I was weird about it because I've not, I had never felt that way before. Like yeah, it creates anxiety. At it times, creates right? anxiety. And yeah. I started to have an anxiety problem, dude. Yeah. Like seriously, straight up. I had to like cut a lot of shit back in my life just to like, you know, get myself together and to figure feel okay. fi- yeah. and feel okay and figure myself out. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's like those moments help me, you know, and I don't, I don't care to, I'm, I'm going to be completely transparent on this podcast. Yeah. Like I really don't care mm-hmm. because, because I'm happy about this happening, but I had to cut out a lot of people that used to be close to me. Yeah. Like I used to look at it and be like this, this, like he or she was as the person you want to give that 50% effort to. And then you're not getting it back. And you start pinpointing yes. the exact people they and things that are, yeah, are making you feel bad. Because yeah. you're like, yo, man, like you got to look at yourself in the mirror and be honest with yourself. Like sometimes you hate to admit that it's a specific person that's doing the damage to you or a specific group of people that's doing that damage to you. Yeah. It's hard. It's really, really difficult for yeah. you to admit it to yourself. And let's make one preface here. And because sometimes I think when we talk about that and then I'm not taking shots too. No, no. And so I'm actually making that. So like sometimes people don't even do it intentionally. Like it's, no, not, it's not even a malicious thing. Right. No, that's no, and that's the thing to distinguish of like, and it's hey, selfish for you to like bring hurt, it up to them. Sometimes you're hurting, like this relationship isn't helping me. But it's not like you're a bad person. It's just like, this exactly. isn't giving me what I need and I need to move on from it for my personal self. Yeah. But it's not like a, you're a bad dude. It's just like, hey, like this isn't helping me move forward. This isn't yeah, actually so you definitely have to know when and when to speak up on it for sure. Yeah. Like, man, I'll use it and this is something, and this is like the biggest piece of advice I give to my cousin that I said like in high school currently, right? Like. When you're picking friends, like, do your friends take an interest or um, in what you love and you like, and do they support you on it, first of all? Yeah. And two, how do they treat people important to you, like your family? Yeah. So, um, when you have, for example, for him, he has a little brother, yeah. right? I always tell him, like, hey, if you ever have friends that don't treat him well, yeah, they shouldn't be your friends. Yeah, right? that's a fun. And I'll use it's a example, good indicator. And man, this was like really, uh, they came down for three weeks this summer. Uh, the younger one was down for a week and a half, the older one was here for three weeks. Right. Really important, like quality time, obviously. But the one thing that was really cool to me and I was really happy to see was like, for example, like Noah, um, uh, Justin, another friend of mine, and then Declan. Yep. These three guys, like I work long days during the week and they're yep. home alone. Mm-hmm. Like Noah would take days and go hang out with them, just him. Yeah. So that they had someone to hang out with. Yeah. Justin did it. Declan did it. And it was like to have, and like for me to be able to provide an example 
I like these are the type of people that you should Absolutely. have in your life. And I agree with that, that was such a powerful thing. And like honestly, man, like I feel so much um, when they left. I was like, I honestly feel like while you, they were here, you showed they, them what they didn't yeah. just hear the lesson, but they felt it. Yeah, yo. and there's not like and there's nothing better than that. And like I was so appreciative for like obviously you guys stepping up that way, but. Man, it's important for people to see that those things, and these are lessons that we learn later. And I think naturally, kids, thing, they have to learn. It's like, man, I, I think naturally they have to learn it later. Like you're gonna like make the wrong choice in high school, and that's okay. We all did. Yeah, 100%. but for them, but for him to see that now, I thought was really valuable, and I really, really hope if there's anything that he takes away, it's like, man, the good people in your life will step up for the people that matter most to you, and they mean yeah. a lot to me, and those people stepped up for them. Yeah. So like, I know, like, so I'm an older brother, you're, yeah. you, you're pretty much treat that situation, <laughs> like you're an uncle pretty much, like, kind of, you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. the older uncle, so like, having that like brotherly, like I, the way I think of it is like, man, I wish I had someone to freaking show me the, like I had some people like my dad and my parents, yeah, but, like, I'm on the but not, like an, not like an older brother, like, you know what I mean? I never had that. I so wish like, I had an older brother too, though. Yeah, see, I have an older sister. It's, it's clutch to have, man, because the way yeah. I think of it is like, yo, I'm going through shit, and I feel like if the things I'm, if I'm noticing that the things I'm going through mm -hmm. are like good lessons, and I'm like, wow, like sometimes you need somebody older like, to talk to about it because they can share that. I want to share that with my younger, my younger yeah. brothers because it's like, yo, now it's like, yo, now I know what it's like to be an older brother because yeah. like now I can actually pave the path, like. People would always like say like, oh, now you're gonna pave the path for your own brothers. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't actually know until you're learning the lessons where it's like, man, this is this is like a valuable lesson I just learned. Like, yeah. like honestly, this would be valuable to know like five years ago. Oh, yeah, I have two big responsibility to be have a two, brother, yeah, brother. It is man. a big responsibility now that I think of it, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, but honestly, it's the dopest responsibility to have, man. Having that, to, like, because the level of influence you have. Yeah, man. Not even that. Like, I feel like it also gives your me, bros, your bros act the way that you act like i see it in the way yeah. that they like even like their little like jokes and the way that they laugh and shit, it comes from you like it comes from the way that that's you fire, act bro. that's they fire though that's fire though i yeah. man, i hope so and i've been trying to like sh like work hard and show like the right way to do shit man. yeah like, you're doing all right man dude the, the thing that that's what i love about it is just being able to like being an older brother is like shining that showing them the lessons and shit like that is like so that's awesome. that's extremely fulfilling bro man and to Clay said it himself too, like, but surrounding yourself with people like that is important. Like, to be honest, like a lot of that comes from Clay being like that to his cousins. Like, I see that. It's like, yo, dude, that's dope. But then mm -hmm. again, like, I feel like we're like that to each other in a way too. Like we're mm -hmm. a brother, we have a brothership with each other. 100%. Like being there that. for each other is, is mad important, man. You want, I, I, I it's crucial. Cause after, yeah. like, I don't know, like we were shining a lot on high school, but to be honest, I didn't really notice that stuff too much that those things too much in high school. I noticed it more like throughout my college years. Like throughout my mm -hmm. college years is when I noticed like, oh, now I'm gonna That's have fair, to yeah. really start like cracking down who I wanna give my same. time to. Well same and, like, college was the one that did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well maybe I'll make the correction, because I didn't mean like that's when you solidify those things or make that decision. That's when you put the power in the wrong people's hands. That's oh, pinch, oh that's I we're struggling with that. I feel like that's where those bad habits start up where it's like, like oh like you're hanging because high school is so like so broad right yeah. like you're hanging out with so many people and like it's 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 not like there's your circles aren't honed in at all no, it's, it's a like, numbers game and it's like it's a it's a numbers game where you're you feel more secure with the larger number of people that you have yeah exactly so like you feel like you have to like almost make it's a lesson that, that you need to experience to learn Yes, hundred percent, and that's the thing where that's what I mean. Like in it high sucks, school, you go through the hardships of learning the less, like of like going through that, of struggling with like people letting you down that you thought were your friends, but they're yeah. not. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, like as you obviously get older into college, what you guys are saying, I wasn't, I had a very brief university, like post-secondary career. So mine was more so just like in the, I don't even think it's so much that it's the act of being in school. No, it's it's that stage in life. That transition. Yeah. 100%. You know, like everybody's going through a change. Like you're not like you don't show up to high school. Like high school for me is like you show up and hang out with my friends. Yeah. In a school environment. Yeah, it's so true. It was coming to hang out with with my friends first before it was in education. (laughs) Like it was was something to do with my bro. The thing about grade nine and like man, I'm not gonna lie, I straight up loved school in grade nine. I was looking forward every day to go to school because oh, so excited. Because it was so, it was so excited. I feel you too. Like, the con- I didn't want to miss out on a religion class, that type of shit, because the classes were so lit. Okay, okay, I agree. I classes agree. were so hyped. Like, like, uh, like, that stuff's dope as shit. That was fun as fuck. Well. I agree. I feel like that that point in life, you're just excited because it's a new it's a new thing in your life. Mm-hmm. It's a new, like just like first year of college and university, or like the first year of a job. You know, it's exciting because yeah. like, you, you you're not accustomed to that sort of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you go through a new experience and it's sick because you meet new people, you learn new things, a whole bunch of changes that come in your life. I think that's what brings fulfillment to the human, but that's just my opinion. Like, yeah, but I like change. And experience I actually, and change, yeah. I want to make reference to what you said Bro, before. Oh too. my God, the Redskins. That's the upset on my, uh, yeah, on my bed. Yeah, you're hurting right now. Yeah, I'm hurting. But the one thing I want to reference, and I think it's important what you said, where like the time being alone is important. Mm-hmm. So this is actually something I got from um, I've always believed that to be true, but the the best way I've ever heard it put, I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast, mm-hmm. guy named Peter Atia, um, and he was describing ultra swimming, the activity of ultra swimming. So what it is, it's like mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a guy that's like a health freak that's trying to. So his, he says it. his doc, his practice in terms of medicine is like longevity. Longevity, yeah. Yeah. Right. So basically, okay, exactly what we're talking about. about. So, but he he was an ultra swimmer, and what ultra swimming is, it's these long swims through the night. It's like eight hour swims, like 10 hour swims. And if you think about that, that's insane, right? Like, yeah, um, that's happening right now. But um, he described, so he described um, the feeling of finishing a swim. And it was the craziest thing. So he's talking about, you'd have to swim at night to avoid shipping traffic. Mm-hmm. So it's completely dark, right? So far. Um, all you see was the, the, like the picture he kind of described was like the lights and then the bioluminescent like organisms in the water. It's just like, and then you can't even see where the water is. My biggest fear, by the way, is like, what's below me in an ocean? Fair. I don't go in the ocean for that's that reason. That's my biggest fear. Yeah, I don't even go there for that reason. If you, if you, were, to, if you were to ask me, if like, if it was like required to list your biggest fear in life, it would be for me to be dropped in the middle of the ocean. Not yeah, because I'm scared of swimming. It's because I'm scared of what's been needed. Yeah, I'm terrified of heights. I'd be number one, but I would probably say that's a, a pretty close second. Clay but anyway, heights, well, let me finish this point. Clay I think it's really heights, dude. So... Um, you can't even see where the water begins, right? When you're swimming. So you're literally just flapping your arms and you don't even know where the water hits. Like yeah, that's like right. the visual you get. Yeah. So he's describing it and he's like, you're swimming. And, um, if you grab onto something like a buoy or something to like hold yourself for a second to rest, like you get disqualified, like you didn't actually do the race. So he's talking about you're swimming, you're taking in salt water, you're like throwing up and you're keep swimming, you're throwing up, you keep swimming. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, when you get to the end and you finish it, it's, like, the greatest feeling, right? Yeah. And he goes, it feels really good knowing that you did it and you're, like, trying to crawl on the shore. Yeah. And he goes, but it feels even better when you realize that, like, four hours earlier, you thought you would die in the water. Well, yeah. And hell yeah. So then he's talking it's about, It's the like, contrast of, like, what yeah. experience. So he describes oh it. And this is really cool. And this is what I got from it. This is what I've taken with me forever since. Yeah. Life's less about um, velocity or speed. It's more about acceleration, right? Like... You don't feel your plane when you're flying in the sky. 
going at maximum speed, but you feel it going from stopping to starting yeah. or decelerating, right? Yeah, and you it's, feel the inertia. And you feel the contrast or the transition from bad to good. And it's like when you do locked and going back to being like feeling alone, yeah. I can think about times when I lived you know, eight wow, hours away from really eight hours of my friend, like eight hours away from all like all the people that I thought were really close friends of mine. Yeah, feeling like I didn't really have any of those relationships and feeling alone. And when I look at it now, and I have my core group of people that I can rely on that I don't feel like will ever let me down and make me feel fulfilled. Yeah, it makes you appreciate or it makes you that much happier knowing you are where you are now, knowing that you were in the opposite sort of level, right? But that's the contrast. Wow. That's like wow. the acceleration. That's why we brought him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> guys just drop in. Wait, is that Royce the fucking night, bro? What is wow. happening? But that's the, that's the acceleration, oh, right? And I feel like it's so important. That was to like, really well put. Yeah, lie. and it's so important to go through like bad times and just struggle. And man, when I think about it, so I look at it from like a relationship standpoint. Yeah. Any girl that I've ever dated or been with, if they, if I spent time talking today, it's just like a different person. Like I can look back now and be like, man, I was like a sad, really damaged kid. And I wasn't like very good. It, honestly, no, no, that's like, okay. It's a reality. Yeah, no, that's real of you. Oh, because you don't realize it. Probably say shit. Man, but you don't realize it until you you're here and you're in a state where you just feel a little bit more. You feel like clear minded. You feel like you have some purpose in your life. You yeah. feel like you're doing positive things. You have really solid relationships. You're not worrying about the wrong stuff, right? Like, in my opinion, at this point in my life, I feel like the power of my of how I feel mm-hmm. is in the hands of all the right people. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel so secure and just good and, like, locked down. And, like, it's just funny because for so long, that was my biggest downfall was I didn't know who to trust. Yeah. You know Same I mean? here. And then when we, we I have, feel like we all yeah. went through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's like a very common thing. Can I just say one thing though? Yeah. All those girls that uh, <laughs> that you lost, your, <laughs> they, you they lost you. You didn't lose that. So, like, I just want to let you all know that you missed out. <laughs> That's a bar. No, 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 just fine. Y'all missed out. I didn't want to go that far. You guys should have waited until you got out of the rut. Because now my boy, he's. Shiny. Should have clapped the red shirt on me. Yeah. Sitting there ready, but. <laughs> no, but for um, no, but honestly though, like I didn't mean to show you that way. But it's <laughs> no, just, I know, I know. It's I'm, one just, of those I'm just stirring the pot. Yeah, it's it's so neat though to look at like how far you can come in a short period of time and how different you are as a person and like at every stage in your life you feel like in some way you have it figured out. Yeah, I know. And so you just true. don't. Six yeah. months. And, and, and five years from now, I'm gonna listen Less. to this podcast and I'm gonna laugh at myself. For thinking I had it figured out. Yeah, and that's yeah, the cool part, right? But, but you can, I can also look back at my 20s and think, yo, I did the most growing. As of, as of right now, I can't predict what I'm going to be like. Yeah, like it's only been two years. That's the scariest part. Yeah, and I've done my most learning in the last... I've 20, and I've definitely learned the Since I was 17, 18. Especially this year. That's been the life. 2019. Yeah, and this honestly kind of segues. This kind of segues. And I want to... Switch gears a little bit. Yeah, me too. But this kind of segues into another thing that we're right, talking about with like power of the internet kind of thing, right? Yeah. Oh, you can switch my gears anytime you want. <laughs> uh, you're fired. <laughs> Jalen Rose just jumps out of and just like not. I don't up. think he. Uh, I just want to like talk about that just for a second. I don't think he was. He meant anything. It's Levar Ball, he did. dude. It's Levar. No, we did. Okay, let me, let me talk about it. First of all, did you actually think so? Let me see. Let me, let me say. I wasn't that upset by it because I think it's just a joke. Dude, it's Levar Ball. He's he's known for making the most. I think that's just how he speaks, man. Yeah, that and but I'm okay, not gonna so lie, he, he kind of did okay. probably mean that too. There was time. some sexual overtone. No, no, no. no. I, I Dude, you're telling me that Stephen A. Smith said, "Hey, you, like we're gonna switch gears here, Levar." He's like, "You can switch my gears anytime, Stephen A." Eh? 
No, but listen, it came man. from LeVar Ball, and the way he talks is just like, I know what I'm talking about. Like, no, he was talking I about such like, I, like, I, I can I, talk about anything you bring to me. No, like, I'm LeVar Ball. That's what I understand both sides. I do think there are some sexual undertones. I don't I think just, he needed to apologize or anything like that. I thought it was just like a joke. Let's yeah. just agree to this. No, you can't. You, on national television, that's not acceptable if it was sexual. I just want to point that out. Yeah, in the current climate of how oh, oh my god, in the current, been cooked, in the current climate of everything, absolutely. but it's just a personal thing. But all the Sunday is getting intense. Yeah. So I wanted to transition from the I like all the stuff that we're talking about to the yeah. power of the internet. Power right? of the internet. So cause I think it actually uh, it goes hand in hand. And I for those who don't know what we're doing here, we have a whiteboard behind the camera so that if we ever get off topic, we can just kind of look up you can find, and out, find out or just Clay, your boy Lamar Jackson, twenty point six six points. Wow. The first half, though. Yeah, that's true. He's still balling. He's about to be the best. I'm it. playing a guy who's starting. He's about to be the best of the best in fantasy. Well, he's playing the Dolphins, so mm-hmm. to be honest, I'd pick any QB against the Dolphins right now. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the power of the internet because I had no idea what well, that meant when I read okay. it. Yeah. I came downstairs so, after whatever, mm-hmm. and I seen that topic on the board, and I was like, I don't know what I mean. So this is the same idea that I'm talking about. Wow. That that's not even Dolphin. I wish he scored. Um, <laughs> I'm playing no this week as Dalvin Cook. Um, the issue that I think um, a lot of people have is the internet gets a negative stigma from the older generation doesn't understand it. Okay. And I think the internet in a lot of ways too has a negative impact on us. And I'm talking about all the social media stuff that we've already talked about that are problems. Like, oh my god. Oh my god, bro. There's a flag. There's a flag. There's a flag. Yo, that was he's a QB though. <laughs> oh, it was against a defense. Decline. That's, that's good. Wow. So you're you're Lamar you're Jackson. Young. I'm gonna lose this week in fantasy because that's my crazy. buddy fucking started him. I started him against Knox, so I'm feeling good. I started. I knew I should have drafted him. Fuck me dead. Yeah, but okay. Let's just get this on. Yeah. Yeah. Get, sorry. So um, the internet has a negative stigma, and it also negatively impacts people. But I think we need to recognize the positive side of the internet, and it's not necessarily an issue of like the internet's ruining people or you know, changing our generation. We just need to learn how to it's still use new. it in a better way. It's still new relative to like what, if you really think about it, a yeah. lot of it. If you think about it, I had a conversation. How many years has the internet been? Like 25 years? Yeah, but I just think like the way, I don't know how long. 25 years? Are you insane? What, 2020? 2000s is when it started. Yeah, like, it, like yeah. the internet, like, 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 like right, less right, right before years. like 2000, there was some internet, was there not? You know, to the public. Here, I actually want to find out. Well, you'd have to think about something like Google. Like when, like when is Google? Like when was Google launched? To be honest, like, like, like the internet is just young. It's very young. Yeah. It is very young. I'm agreeing. Like 25 years is young. Would you not agree? But it's not. Yeah, but it's it's younger than that. It's younger than that. January first, nineteen eighty three. Yeah, yeah, that's the first internet connection. Yeah, like yeah, we, gotta think, we gotta think. When was it public? Okay, so you want to think about. So when was Google invented? Just like, search the internet revolution, and then you'll probably you'll probably okay, get. Okay, so when did the internet revolution be truly begin? Just search truly internet revolution in a wiki. Page Don't forget the word truly in there. Okay. Because it began at one time, but then it truly began at another. Time. <laughs> it's that's true. That's <laughs> truly the truth. Um, but yeah, so. Like, so I think for myself, and you referenced, like, at the intro, like, coaching, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, my interest in coaching. Mr. Now, X is an old, you say right to my left. Now, the 6th of August, 1991. 6th of August. Really, eh? Well, yeah. it's older but, than I thought it was. But now, let's be Close fair, though. Years. I think the way that we use the internet now is night and day to 1991. And that's well, the social media it's revolution still, is young. It's mad young, though. Social media. Right. The internet's we, mad young. We've we've more more like, like, people have been, like, 
We don't even, like, I don't even know. How long have people been around? Oh. Like, we're just getting... Dude, we, we're just getting the internet. I know. Like, we don't, like, I'm so excited to see what the future There's still so much levels to it, yeah. So, like, I, like a, so I think about coaching, right? So, um, I had a conversation with a friend of mine who coaches. Yeah. And he's, like, an, old, uh, like an older guy, right? Like a, he's, like, a retired teacher, coaches, whatever. So, we were sitting together, we were having a beer, and we were talking just basketball. And at one point, he goes... I don't understand how you know so much. You're 22 years old. And I was like, well, thank you. I was like, age by the time you put in. I was like, but you have to recognize the resources that I have. As true. A oh, yes. I do remember you were talking about so, this. This is very true. So I was like, you have to understand like my whole life. So give me some background on why I love coaching so much. So my dad's a hockey coach. Okay. My dad, I, my parents, I grew up in like a single mother household. I was born in Sault Ste. Marie. My parents were from two different cities. My mom moved us to Hamilton to be with her family. Mm-hmm. So me and my dad, just geography-based, weren't around each other very much. Yeah. Um, young boys want fathers. It's very true. Yes. Everyone does. Yeah. Um, and you, when you live without a father in the household, you want to make your father proud regardless of the relationship that you have. Mm-hmm. There's always a fascination with, with, with him and that person, right? And he's been my biggest role model in anything leadership for my whole entire life. And we have a really good relationship now. But... Um, I was always fascinated by the fact that I knew he was a hockey coach. Mm-hmm. So the few times I went to Sault Ste. Marie would visit with him, we'd be walking around the mall, and there's all these people would walk up to him and talk to him because he either coached their kids, he coached them. Um, I would see newspaper clippings of him, and I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. So yeah. when I was a kid, I had a fascination with the idea of coaching it, and, uh, as a whole. So it's something Which that is a really I, cool thing to be fascinated by. Yeah, so I thought like right away early on, I really cared about it. So with things like YouTube, I always was fascinated by stuff like all access videos behind the scene, mm-hmm. listening to coaches talk in press conferences, mm-hmm. understanding the game within the game when you're watching a basketball game or a football game, understanding what are the X's and O's and what's yeah. the chess match going on in between. Yeah. I recognize and learned that there was sometimes a, it can be lost. There's too. another layer to the casual fan. You just don't yeah. think about those things. So these are things I thought about my whole life. So right. the amount of hours that I've spent laying on a couch or sitting in a classroom, your boy watching you. He's crazy, man. That guy's spooky. He's so good. The amount of time I've spent just sheerly taking in content to learn more, mm-hmm. it's insane. And the, the difference between myself and his generation was you needed, the only way you were going to learn and grow and develop was Look through this guy's right now. I'm sorry, but like, Ew. he's gushing blood. Eric Weddle? Oh my gosh. He got hit so fucking hard. That's terrible. This this is why I would never enroll my kid in football. Never. I wouldn't care. Never. You would never enroll your kid in football. Fuck no. They all end up with CTE unless he's playing a quarterback position. I'm not putting. That's stupid. Yeah, you want to. The only position football. worth it. Did he get hit with his helmet off? Like how's his head gash open? I don't even know. Zach. I didn't see it. I just seen him bleeding. This guy got cranked. Zach's got to pull that in. But um. But yeah, no. So um, the only way you can learn back then was through physical experience. You had to be there to learn about it. Touchdown. Philly. That's cool. He's a baller. Deshaun yeah. Jackson. Let's go Wentz. You'll be okay. Okay. You're going to be okay, no. Maybe not today. <laughs> no, screw you, but No, I think he's still going to come they back. Could, they could still win. Let's see. Dude, fucking red suit. Dude, I would love, love to see that. Case Keenum. Give me a fucking break. I would love to see that, but I don't know. Josh Norman got burned on that play by old Deshaun Jackson, who can still ball, by the way. Very nice stuff. That's but yeah, you were saying... Sorry, but this no. is the fifth time we cut you off. Yeah, a few times, but Sorry. that's okay. Um, but yeah, like, so you, the only way you can learn and grow and like broaden your understanding was through experience. Like, you had to physically be there to learn the lessons of what was happening in that gym. Yeah. I can learn the lessons 
or I can learn just by seeing or reading or hearing um, from my coach as a 10 year old kid. On top of that, having someone with expertise commentating on it yeah, yeah. and Giving annotating more insight which is like the, that's the that's the show so i tell him i said hey, my passion for this allowed me to learn a lot really quickly but i also sacrificed being a good i wasn't a good student i just didn't invest a lot of time into it yeah fair enough like there's a lot of areas in my life where i probably like cheaped out on and didn't do what i was supposed to do okay. because of my because of my passion and love for watching that so i was like yeah man like it's, I'm, I just have all the resources at my disposal, I'm just able to take advantage of it. I think sometimes what we fail to understand in a climate where I think there's so much stress about Mental what to go to school for, sure. trying to force your way to university yeah, and get a piece yeah. of paper that you're not necessarily even, you don't even know what you're, you're going to do with it. You don't even really parents, want it. Bro. A lot of people just do it for their parents. There's so much opportunity to learn and be an expert in the field that you like and are passionate about. And there's so many different ways to monetize that. Like the jobs of the future are so different than the jobs of the past. Yeah. And you're not going to get the immediate support of a lot of the older generation right away because they're just not educated on it. And we're educating ourselves on it as we go along. But... Mm-hmm. The internet is a great thing. We just need to learn how to use it the right way. And I think social yeah. media is negatively stigmatized the internet. Like Twitter's bad and certain well, There's a lot of bad that comes with it. You have to understand. There's it. so much positive to the hundreds. There, there's never been a better time to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, I feel like a hundred percent. Like there's never been a time. There's never been a better Instagram. time to be an artist, which is a form of an entrepreneur, by the way. But I yeah. just want to point out that particular field. Like yeah. arts have never been so valuable in history. In history, because of the exposure. YouTube, man. YouTube is like YouTube. One of the greatest companies of all time. I was just about to say that I used to. So I came up with this model, okay. and I might even tattoo it on me. It would be jokes to okay, tattoo let's it. Let's hear it. But I used to live by, and I still do live by this. But I used to live by the quote: "You are ten. You are one YouTube tutorial away from doing anything you want in this life." I've heard you say that multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's it's my. True. That's the model I live by. Everything I've learned in terms of like, you, like no one was asking me the other day. How did you learn how to do all this shit? These the, the stuff of like YouTube, editing, like YouTube, just the, bro, it's a little fake. thing. Do you want the do you want the no no? no like, I, I can I can pretend and talk your ear off and be like you know I've, this been, book. I've loved editing my whole life. I know <laughs> I just went on I YouTube and I figured it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I Google search how do I slice this video? How do I how do I align the audio? How do I do this and that? And then eventually you start to add tools together. to your toolbox yeah. and you become skilled at something. Yeah. So like if you're passionate about something, you will naturally you will naturally inform yourself about that that thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If you want to learn about it, like you'll find a way. You'll find a way. Well, and, and YouTube, YouTube is our YouTube very, is so clutch. Humans yeah. persevere. Man. Use it. Humans persevere. We find a way to do shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like podcasts. Like for me, like the fascinating thing when I started mine and what, what, you, and what you guys are going to find as you go along with yours is like, you have the power and like, this was never a thing before. If you had a personality or you were someone that liked to speak to people and talk yeah. and have conversation, it's not like there's not jobs like that in the past, right? Talk show hosts really? and all those things. It's just, but it's just what's, the path, what's the path to get into those roles of being sitting on a desk? A lot of times it's a... You gotta go to school. You gotta get a job with a studio. Yeah. There's so many. Now the powers in our the powers in your head. If you like talking, you get a microphone that can hear you and project out, and you slap it in front of you, and you talk for as long as. Kind of like we're doing right now. No, but that's and that's my whole point. Though it's like (laughs) you can take. There's so much. A lot of times we rely on an opportunity to get to move forward, and when we don't have something going on, we tend to blame, or we look back at you know, the things that aren't going on, or, and we just try to think about a way that, you know, I'm struggling because I haven't got the opportunity yet. Yeah. As opposed to, 
the power is completely in your hands. You can take control of what you're doing mm -hmm. by, like what you said, a YouTube tutorial away. You are one YouTube tutorial away yeah, from you anything you want in this life. Anything. Mm -hmm. You want to be a successful artist, you can YouTube your way to that. Dude, how to grow an audience. How to get exposure. And how to make your auto-tune yeah. sound And let's be very clear though. That's just like, that's your first step to doing it. After right. that, there's a lot of work that comes in and you got to do it the right way. Right. It's not just that. It's a formula. But it is the 100% uh, your, that's your first step on the path of figuring that out. After that, you've got to put the work in and do everything like that. Right. right. So, I agree. Mm -hmm. Oopsie, you might have a little gap in the audio, but that's okay. Moving on. So, last thing I want to, uh, well, not the last thing, but yes, I just want to close off because the power of the internet is, is real. Like, it's gotten me really far in life. Mm -hmm. Wherever I've been, I owe everything to the internet, man. Swear yeah. to God. Succeeding in school, Straight getting my like, getting my degree, like without the learning internet, how to man. do a podcast, media live, man. We're in this such a fire I a, generation. Well, I have a question for you guys. So, yeah. with social media, mm -hmm. what? How do you approach? Like, what's your approach? Like, what do you want? How do, or, I, how do I use it? One, how do you use it? Two, what do you want your social media accounts or activity to say about you? Like, what are you trying to put out there to people? Mm -hmm. Or have you ever really like, thought about that? Like, for example, no, I've Twitter. I thought about it for sure. Twitter. I literally just like to post just like things that I think about. Mm -hmm. It's just like, the way I think it was just like, it's like a thought page. Like you can just post whatever your, your thoughts are at the moment and like mm -hmm. people can interact with them. So it's cool. And you can follow people who also post their thoughts. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's how I think of it. It's either just simply use it as like, Oh, say I'm driving down and I see someone do something funny while I'm driving. Like, yo, like that was pretty jokes. I just seen like, I just literally just figured sure. it out. Something like that. But Instagram is just same thing, but worth pictures. Like, I guess. Yeah, not really actually, because it's not worth thoughts. For it's more me, just for like me. moments instead. Like, oh, like I'm with Murphy. Like, I love my dog. I'm out front. Luke, take a picture. No, I'm yeah. with Murph. Everything. Social media is really weird because, like, I don't think there's like a. I think there is an answer as to why people use it. The the, the honest answer is people just like the attention. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, I, there's no beating around the bush. That's just what it is. Mm -hmm. But. There's, you, you can either use it with integrity or you don't have to, but a lot of people choose not to, a lot of people choose to. For me, oh, what a play. Oh my gosh. Oh, he almost had it too. This guy Brown is having himself a ball game right now. Yeah. He's got like 150 yards, two touchdowns right now. He's yeah. balling. Go on, that's right. Sorry. So, um, so for me, how I use my social media is just like, look, I'm the type of person I like to, you know, Put out shit that I like to create, like for instance, a podcast. I, I like to use my IG to just kind of promote something that I'm doing right now, and then post something like if a funny or a cool moment happens in my life, or something that means something to me happens in my life, I like to share it with people because it's just like, hey man, like I I because I care about Noah so much, I want to post this picture with me and Noah. Yeah. Because like this is a mo like why do people keep yeah. photo albums? It's yeah. the same reason. It's just like everybody can see my photo album. Yeah. yeah. There you and go. it's like that's a good way. It's like you showing someone a photo album, but this is on display to everybody. It's like it's a, it's like a capture of moments. Like I that's don't what I, think. I don't like how judgmental people are about. Oh my gosh, Jesus for Josh Allen. You can't tell me he's a good QB. I'm sorry. They're both deflections. But continue that, sorry, so that. for me, it's like for social media is like, I'll post a pic of a moment in time that meant something to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I want to capture those moments. And then for me, like my feed is 
not necessarily for other people. It's like, it's for me. It's like that moment in time was captured. I experienced that moment in time in real time. And it also lives on its own oh, beyond right. the fact that it's it already, like, you know what I mean? When you post something fire, for instance, if you like, yo, this is going to be a fire post, you know what I mean? Sure. Once you post it, it's alive. That post is alive. Mm -hmm. It's got a life of its own. People comment, like, it's it's okay. a dynamic okay, thing sure. that's happening in the yeah. world right now. Like people can comment. It's a free thing. Yeah. You've released it to the public. It's It's got a life of its own. Yeah. And you can see how people react to things like that. You know what I mean? And it's cool to get that reaction because A, because of the attention, obviously. And two, because of like, yo, I want to see what people would think about something cool that happened in my life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And on top of that, once that period ends where your posts you know, like the, the attention goes from here to here and it's like, okay, now it's just, it's stale on your profile. There's no more interaction with it. Mm -hmm. It's not a live post is yeah. what I call it, right? Now you can look back and be like, you can go back and read the comments and say like, yo, that was such a funny moment. Like this is all those people who were with you that night reacted to that moment in time. And you, it's like a memory thing. It's like, you look back sure. and I reflect on the memories of my mm -hmm. life. That, that's how I use IG anyways. Yeah. And the other side of it is just like, look, I like to make people laugh. I like to entertain. I like to make things. So it's also another platform for me yeah. to share. Because you've things. always been really active, like on like Twitter, for example. Like you've always been very, very, very active. I'm very opinionated as a person. Yeah, and but no, and there's always the, like the level of like entertainment when you say I like to entertain, I like to make people laugh. Yeah, like, that's always been at the forefront. I like to make people laugh. That's, you've that's always the been, you've always been very active on Twitter. So like the way I look at it, I think. There's an unfortunate, like a disproportionate amount of value put into perception over reality mm -hmm. with our like generation or in this era, so to speak. Yeah. And that's where my issue. So like for me, when I go on any of my activity and like I've gotten this comment from people where I've had my boys be like, man, like, you know, you post like a loser on your Instagram or why do you post pictures of I've folks? never heard that. Well, no, no. It's just like more of a joking, like ribbing like guys, right? Yeah. Okay. But like for me, like I look at social media as an opportunity. You're giving other people that you don't know a window into your life. Yeah, sure. Especially if it's put out publicly. Um, I want to represent myself in the most authentic way possible. So like if you look at my Instagram, I probably post about three things more so than anything. Mm -hmm. I post probably um, stuff about my family, like my little cousins, because they're like a really important part of my life. Mm -hmm. um, basketball, coaching, team pictures, stuff like that, mm -hmm. because that's such an important part of my life. Yeah. And then like pictures of quotes. And like now, mind you, if you looked at the interactions or if someone checked like what posts get the best reactions, like the quotes are at the very basement, but I like posting them because there's something that I find value in. Yeah. So for me, I've always thought of like, I want my presence online to, to totally represent me. And I don't want to misrepresent myself because what if, you know, say Noah catches wind of my post and thinks I'm a pretty cool guy. Well, I have a question for you then, yeah. if that's the case. Does, are you, you want it to represent you, but there's a caveat to that, I feel. Are okay. you compromising who you really are on the inside in order to just, because, because you have to maintain a certain level of, and so I get what you're saying, but yeah. no, because I want to represent who I am. Right. So my thing is like anyone that I, yeah, but then, in, then, you, then you wouldn't even have to think about it because like, if it's who you are, then you would post however you're, you would not, but I'll give you the example. You have to think about it. I'll give you the example. No, the, the thought that comes into or the filters, the things that you don't post are the things that are, you know, I'll never post something because I feel like it'll just, people will really like this. So I'm just going to post it because people will like it. Mm -hmm. Like I'll never post something that goes against like things that I care about mm -hmm. or I'll never reach in order just to get some more interactions on my, my posts. hundred percent. I agree. So like, completely. 
So, because the, the, the issue that I have, and you see it all the time, like let's just use the comment, like comments, right? So, and it's funny how this stuff works. So Instagram took away like numbers. For Canadian For users. For Canadian users. Which I love. So, I think it was great. I yeah. think it was brilliant. Now, um, I've actually noticed a difference. I haven't seen this. For me, numbers, like, like I'm, I don't care to say that sometimes numbers, like you think about it. I don't want to say like completely, I was just consumed by the no, numbers. No, you're being honest, bro. I'm sure just being honest. Like that you look at the numbers, it's just like, yo, man, this, this post like underperformed under your opinion, but you're always going to feel that way to be honest. But yeah, you, sometimes you put a post on and you're like, damn, how come that didn't perform the way, how come it didn't get X amount of comments, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, it's like when they took that away, you realize how fucking meaningless it is. It's like, For don't sure. worry about the number of people, like they worry about the quality of the people who who came by and like the yeah. people you care about liked it. For sure. You know what I mean? But my question would be, now do you think that put more of an onus on the comments that you got on your photos? Yes. So, and here's my point. Comments matter. When you look at young people's activity on, when you look at younger people, so like when I look at high schoolers, let's just say for example, and uh, like uh, you'll see it and they'll post a mil, like you'll have like hundreds of comments. Comments have always mattered though. I just want to put that Fair. Out, out there. On the and they have. What do you mean by matter? Like, like people, people care. About people it. really care. The number about like, like oh, people actually care about that shit. 100%. Yeah, like you might not know that. Like that's news to you. No, but like, what do you mean? Like they care about it? Like, if like, you're, like it's the yeah, number. Right? Right? I have, have the most followers. I have the most likes. I have the most comments. Oh, okay, I'm not in that world. Like you know, chicks. Like it matters more than chicks. In my opinion. Well, no, I think, to be fair, I know a lot of guys that surprised me with how much they cared about it. Really? Hearing the comment of like, oh man, I can't post for another hour. No, that, I've never been on that level. I've I don't seen, care I've, that much. I don't either. But yeah, I, I, shit I, I, Dude, I've heard these from people that you would never think care about it. Really? I'm just saying, like, so with the comment thing, for example. Me too, and I, know, I kind of like have like already a name in my mind. But this is the idea of perceptual reality. Like, people care about putting something out there that people are going to gravitate to. And like, I'll give you this example. If I want Noah to comment on my photos and say how good I look, I'm going to comment on Noah's photos and tell him how freaking dope he looks. 100%. I'm not saying that's like a, it's probably more of a girl thing. You're saying like sometimes like dude, people fish for compliments. Man, if you watch and like, I'll just ask, I'll just give you this title. Bro, I don't you're, like, you're I exposing the truths of the IG and I love no, this. No, but I so will love this. It's not bad. Talk it's not bad. But I want to talk about one one thing when that has to do with that though. Like we we took we look at it and look at that as a negative thing, but at the same time, it's like sometimes that's a cry for help, man. And some people just just like, yo, I need somebody to say something nice about me because I haven't been feeling good. So no, no, I get it, and yeah, I get yeah, it. That, I didn't think of it like that. No, like, no but it that is, is true. That's true. But, that that's, could be true. That's my entire point, though, where it's like the idea of having or feeling valued based on volume and quantity as opposed to the quality of your relationships. And that's the whole point. If that's a lot of people's approach to feel a temporary fix, to feel a little bit better, because I know that when I post, I have a list of 15 other guys, or for a girl, I have a list of 20 girls that I know will tell me how cute I look. Yeah, okay, okay, so maybe that's what it is. It's like surface, but it's surface, it's like band-aids. Do you know what I mean? It's like a band-aid. It's just like a surface. I agree with that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not justifying the fact that why people are fishing for those comments. I'm not justifying the fact that 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 is a a, a good reason to be posting online or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like sure. that that is a part of their fulfillment, which is hundred percent. And we had this conversation in the beginning of the pod. It's like that's my whole point. I'm, yeah. It's like so we bring it full here. circle here. But uh, my point is that you know, like sometimes it's like, yo, if you kind of realize that somebody's posting something and they're not in a good mood, it's like. 
It takes up, no effort at all to show people love. Okay, fair enough. I, like I think people have fun. like you know what's you know what's worse than posting a post to get love is being that asshole that like has too much ego to show it. Jeez. That's what's worse, okay, okay. and that's a bar. <laughs> and that's a bar. And that's a bar worth the claim, Noah. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> no fair. And and now, mind you, though, like I don't mean because I don't want to. I know what, this is why I like conversation like this because it's like different. That's a different aspect that I, to be honest, I didn't really think of it like that. Like when yeah. I think of like the socials and the comments and all that, like I'm gonna be honest with you. That's not even the thing. Like, yeah, I, I that's a good thing. The I'm way I post is like, yo, this is these are the amount of followers I have. I think that this picture, I like this picture. I'm yeah. gonna post it. I Same like this That's that's I like where this I have. Made so then, my so life then I post it, and then to be honest, I leave it, and then that's it. Yeah. Like I, I like what I like about IG is that I'm gonna eventually look, even though I deleted some old pictures and shit like that. But like, event, like, like you said, you look back at it at that point in time, it's like, oh shit, that's jokes. I, I remember that time. Exactly. Ago, that's or that, that time I seen Clay at Hess, the first time I seen this guy in years. Okay, but can I, I, also, like can I also be honest though? Yeah. Like, my IG feed is for shorties. It's not for males. I don't post for males. Wow. Like, do you post for males? I post some things that like my boys would be like, yo, that's cool. But like I don't like like realistically, I'm just being honest. A no, lot of guys post man. for shorties. It's like when I, I when I want, when a girl comes and checks out my page, I don't want her to look at my page and be like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? It's like no. Yeah. I want her to be like, "Yo, who yo? What the fuck? Let me follow this dude." Like, no. <laughs> I'm just being honest. That's I think I'd say I'd probably do the same. Probably. No, but you can judge they, whoever's listening. You can judge me all you want for that. I really don't give a shit. Like my IG is for shorties. Yeah, I know. I am doubling down on that. I'm doubling down, bro. Yeah, like, I don't care. It's four shorties. I don't care. And my thing, though, and I don't, when I talk about that whole side and say that that's, I'm on the other way, yeah. I don't want to make it like, a, I'm not condemning people for viewing it that way. I just think a lot of the issues that people have in terms of being upset with the amount of volume that they get in their comments or likes, the amount that it affects them and the disproportionate amount of value they put in it, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed more so. times than not. Oh, so like yeah. earlier, oh, yeah. and that's more the scary thing about that's it. The earlier, thing. we were saying how like you're placing power towards your friends. It's it's the same like uh, aspect or same thing when it comes to social media. Like don't place power. On social media, like, your like, IG, your IG shouldn't give you anxiety. You should not like, place your out. happiness okay. into the amount of likes you get because then you're That's putting yourself in a straight variable up and down position where yes. it's like, oh, yes. now I post something. If it's gonna, eh, oh, now I'm not so happy. You sacrifice control. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's you're submitting to the power of social media, dude. That's it's what Ray said. Actually, I like the way you put it because it actually goes directly with my point. You put it out there, and it's out of your hands now. It lives. But it has a life. It has a life. It's going to do whatever it does now. If you put fulfillment or personal happiness, happiness yeah. with Big the way mistake. people react Big to that, you've now said I'm not gonna control what I feel like or like I'm not. You're I'm putting not, the you, power of your sacrifice into other yeah. people's hands. You sacrifice your control. You put the power into general people to take care of you or to make you feel good, mm-hmm. and people will let you down, especially people that don't. Like, know you, 100% that you're not because you're expecting to. people who, you, like you know what I mean. Like you're 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 putting. You're depending on people who don't know you're depending on them. 100%. Like, that's not a good no, thing. Yeah, because now, now you're going to hate yourself because you're going to be like, why isn't that person commenting on my post? Why isn't this particular person liking my post? It's like, dude, you have, you 
in your mind already set out that when I post this, I expect so and so and so and so to act according. Or you're just hoping they do. I can't believe people do this. That's wild. Or you're just hoping. Or you hope they do. That's the thing. thing your, your happiness depends on the fact that if that happens or not, and then if it doesn't, you feel even shittier. You're like, That's damn, crazy. I was expecting that to happen. And this is the the irresponsible placing of power into how you feel emotionally and about your life. And yeah. this is, the, I, I think this is one of the ideas that's at the forefront of mental health, especially for our generation of people, mm-hmm. where we put a dispro- disproportionate sorry, amount of value or amount of power into the wrong people's hands. And every day you see examples of it with social media because it's the easiest example to see how people are obviously like negatively impacted by people that don't really necessarily. What, so, so here's my question now, like this is a whole different, it ties in, but it's a whole different conversation. Okay. What's the solution? Because this is a problem. It's not easy. That's, and that's the issue, though. Like, Dude, do you know what the solution is? Self awareness. Take the time. Yeah, I agree. Straight up, take the time to like know your own self. Know the benefits of like your Course, personality. Know yourself. No, yes. You better know yourself. <laughs> Honestly, you should. Work to Drake. Know yourself. Yeah. I feel like that pre- prevents a lot of stuff. Take the time to step back and be like, oh, yo, like take this time to look at your ego and be like, okay, like, why do I let this have so much power? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That's all self-awareness is, is taking the time to go, okay, why did I act this way? Or why did I do this? Why am I letting this bother me? Talk about it, okay. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I do that a lot with Clay. Like, straight up, if something's bothering me, I'm calling Clay, bro. And I'm like, that's a really healthy thing. Like, this is a lot. Everybody has that. This that's is a lot. You're lucky. You should yo, the lucky. thing is, man, we do it for breakfast, too. This is why, yeah. I, yo, straight up. Breakfast is fire as hell. I recommend best. get your boys, <laughs> get your close people, once, once a week type of thing, even yeah. if it's not once a week, whatever you get free time, man. It's therapy. Go to breakfast because, man, that shit is... That has... That's just dope. That's just dope. That's just dope. That's That's an example, though, of putting, prioritizing time to do things that make you happy and, and help you. Yeah. And when we go to breakfast, that's a time breakfast. that I know. I'm gonna- <laughs> <laughs> when we go to breakfast. <laughs> that's What's a- going on here? <laughs> <Yeah>. Breakfast. <laughs> that's one of the best things. That's he's cracking that egg and <laughs> just cracks that. That's a great <laughs> meme. That is a great fucking video, man. But that's an example of like prioritizing time that's going to make you happy. Titans are up and that's the whole idea, the rounds. Right? They're up on the Browns. Yeah, the, the offense is struggling for Cleveland. Weird. Yeah, it's trippy. I don't really know what's going on. Too but yeah, I, you were saying like that whole breakfast thing. It's it's it doesn't even just have to be breakfast. It can no, be. I'm playing like hoops. I'm playing hoops with my boys every Sunday. Let's say mm-hmm. that's another thing where you just kind of get together. You forget about all the problems that you have in your life, and then. Or you bring it to the table and have that discuss- discussion. You gotta talk about shit. You man. have to. If you okay, listen. If there's people out here. That are, and this is serious. I don't even want to joke about this. Because if there's people who are really struggling right now, listening right now. Talk to me. Go go to my Twitter. Just DM me. Yeah, you can talk sure. to me. Yo, I actually yeah. love talking I'm to people. That. Like, I'm there's nothing that. I like more than just straight up having a conversation. Like, how are you feeling today, dude? Mm. Bro, that's that's like, man. I don't ask someone how they're feeling. Straight up, that means ask a lot Ask them how people. they're feeling, And be bro. prepared to... Be, yeah, and be, and be prepared they don't hit you with the, I'm like, no. I'm not so good. And this so is here, I just want to point something out though. You were saying just to ask someone how they're doing is the same thing 
as it's the same commenting on someone's as pick. commenting as someone's pick. That's what why it matters. Okay, so, so for, for some people, people, like, I just want someone that to care about and that was that much for some people. Yeah, because like, what, to some people now you see because you understand how it feels to have somebody ask you, man, how's your day? Yeah, what's wrong with you? You want to yeah, talk? You, yeah, so and so. It's like that's what I was saying. Is like almost sometimes it's a cry for help. You, it's disguised. Really, in the form of a post. Just, you know what I think though? You would you be surprised. How many times that's a thing. And, but that, and that's my whole point where I recognize that, and that's and it's sad. It is sad because you know what? I don't think you should have to rely on social media to to for that thing. You know well, I mean? if you need, but if you need. It. It's just about, and this is something me and Noah talk about all the time. Like, you need to let people know that are important in your life what you need. And sometimes, like, I can't rely on Noah to expect that I need a pep talk right now, or I need, um, you know, like a deep discussion on. Like, but I'm happy. I'm happy, by the way, that I can I can get that from him if I want to. For or sure, I can get that from you. And, that, and that's my entire point. That we're like, lucky though. We've spelled out like like I'll use just we just give me like I just keep using Noah's example, but yeah. we've I. We basically spelled out to each other what we find value in terms of like what we provide for each other. Mm-hmm. So we know what we need to do. Like I know what Noah, like what version of myself Noah needs in order to get, you know what I mean? And like it's vice versa. Like he, like, and that's at the forefront of everything. Sure, you know, it's, you know, it's being a good friend and knowing how to be a good friend. Yeah, but, you gotta spell, is, but sometimes you got to spell out to people. You can't expect people to, and this is the problem. You can't people, I think you can't expect people to say, know like, You have to let them know how, like, how do, actually, you know, I'm going to let you take over. I don't you know, know what I mean? You know what makes a shitty friend, though? Like, if you are afraid to tell that person that thing because you know that they're not going to react in a really nice way. And to be honest, that's a good talk about that one, man. But what's he doing? He's going backwards. Yeah, well, he was on the verge of doing something special, but he got caught. <laughs> but he did too much. He did too much. But all I'm saying is, like, sometimes, like, a good indicator of a shitty friend is being afraid to tell that person that you you want something from them, and it's not selfish to ask a friend, "Yo, man, like, I need to talk about something. Is that cool with you?" Mm-hmm. That's not selfish at all. People need that, and that's a that's something as a friend, like, in my opinion, a good friend brings that to the table. Mm-hmm. Right. So, if you're afraid to ask somebody who you consider your friend that something like that to provide something like that, because you think they're gonna be like, "Oh, you're you're so you're this and that," I'm not gonna use the the, the curse words guys use all the time to like describe people like like to damage someone's masculinity. You know what I'm saying? Sure, for sure. So like, but those things get tossed around, and it's like, okay, maybe it's a product of they don't think you're serious because a lot of guys don't take that sort of thing serious, and we're getting really in our feels right now. But uh, no, it's fire. It's a topic that, believe it or not, man, this should be talked about more. Guys, this is something people want to talk think, about. I think yeah. men in particular need to be more vocal about how they feel inside because I feel like oh, wow. males in society right now are very, very suppressed. That not me, yo. Y'all know me, bro. Right. Well, I, think all three of us, I think all three of us are, are healthy. But, the, but, but this comes back to the same idea. People care more about the way people perceive them yeah. than the way than the reality. It's perception versus reality. People don't want to be happy. They want to appear as happy. Yeah. And they put that first. Yeah. Which is that. Dude, to go back onto here. the friend thing, what I think makes a, a, a dope friend is someone just who respects the, the amount of time. Time is huge, man. Mm-hmm. If you respect the time that I'm putting in, you're a good friend. Yeah, totally. But and if you could reciprocate that, then you're a good friend, man. I, I just think though it comes back a lot of ways to taking control of your life. And like, I'll use the example of being lonely, and I think everyone's done this at one point or another. 
And this is something that I used to do when I was like a younger kid, like elementary school, high school, with Twitter, for example. Mm -hmm. Like, man, I was one of those kids that would be like sad and tweet about how I was sad. You know what I mean? And I look back at it now and it's just like, like, you know, it's like, I would never do that now. And it's just like, I, you know, I, you look back and you cringe and like, oh man. Yeah. But like, you're like, oh man. Yeah. But like, you're the kid. That happened that happened oh, I thought it happened again. But like, this poor guy. But how many kids, if we really look at it, right? You'll you're really sad. You're in your feelings. You're in your you're in your college dorm, yeah. and you're having a bad Friday night, and you tweet just some coded like it's quick it's sentence. It's a cry for help. It's a cry for help, and nobody is there to aid you. And your immediate question and the the root of everything is why isn't anyone helping me? But you haven't. But you, you have explicitly, yeah, people. exactly. And that's the thing where that's where you need to take control. Like, you can't put this message in the air and hope someone bites. Or you can't, you also, you can't expect people to know that you're hurting if you haven't told and them. And you also can't, you can't feel entitled that someone should help you either, even if you were to spell it out. Like, mm -hmm. that's not fair for the other person to say, your job is to help me when I'm down. See, it's not, but at the same time too, though, uh, I'm going to... Yeah. It's being user if you put a great, if I put power into the relationship that I have with you, mm -hmm. and I give you power, like, and you, you're one of those really close people. When I do come for you to help, and you don't help me, that's gonna hurt that person. Absolutely. Which, but it depends on how close that person is to you. No, yeah, I you feel like the power in the right people's right. hands. I feel like if I ever go, if I call Noah up and I say, "Dude, I'm having the worst day ever. I need your help now." Mm -hmm. Whether you come to my house, whether we talk on the phone, Noah's gonna do whatever yeah. he can to be there. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm part the a lot of power is in his hand because of our relationship's that close, and I have a few other friends that you are like that the same way. People. But you got you find need to people. work on those relationships. You need to let people know what you need from them. You need to let people. You need to be honest about yourself so that someone your friend can react and be like, "Wow, I didn't realize how sad Noah is. He needs someone to be there for him emotionally." Yeah, and it's not something that you normally think about if those conversations are had. You got to take control of how people interact and deal with you mm -hmm. by being honest about where you're actually at yeah, in your life. And people well, will run from that. And it's 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 hard. It takes a little bit of courage and like honesty, and you got to be okay with people knowing that you're vulnerable. And we all want to be like. And this is funny. Like when I was a kid, I used to love Joe Button, and people would be like, "Man, why do you like Joe Button?" Fuck Biden? that! I hated that stage. Here. I'll make one little point here. The one thing I really respected about him as an artist, and it, it spoke to what I was going through as a kid. In in hip hop music, there's this whole thing about being perfect, being untouchable, having the most money, yeah, most girls. I can do whatever. Yeah. His it's music, an alpha male. His sport. music. He went the opposite way, and he was very honest about his own struggles and things that he was not good with. Yeah. And I thought in a in a world or in a in a, a genre where people are respected for being untouchable. It takes a great deal of courage to be yeah, the guy you know on the other side who's of opening point, the curtain to the other side. On the other side of that, Drake is on top of the game, and he's he is the reason for his success is for being vulnerable. People love that. People love being relate. Like they just want to relate to that. Yeah. yeah. So that's what's a huge part of Drake's success, for instance. I know a girl who's happily married until she puts on her phone. This is like what we're Ooh, talking about. Ooh, that's a bar, eh? But it's like, like, oh, let's go to Rome and, and just to show people at home. Yeah, like, like it's yeah, but that's like the thing. That's not like But man, it's so true, though. Perception yeah. That was a crazy track for the, for the culture, by the Emotional. way. Emotionalist. Yeah. If you, if people who only, the only thing they got from that song was the, uh, uh, that Adonis bar where he's like, I yeah. wasn't hiding my kid from the world, I was, I was hiding, hiding the world, world from, from my kid. kid. If that's all you got from it, you fucking missed the well, point. I'll give you an example. If you listen to this podcast, 
and you're like, these guys talked for a long time about this, and I'm confused as fuck. Yeah. Just play the song Emotionless, and you'll and look at the lyrics, and then you'll be like, oh, that's what they meant. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> if you want to see <laughs> two hours, <laughs> listen to Emotionless, and that's it. That's just so turn the podcast all you want to listen. This podcast sucks. <laughs> Don't listen to us. But so, no, that's like it's like man, it's like a real thing though. It's like a, it's a it's an important dialogue to have. Yeah. And um, I just think, unfortunately, it, with with that at the forefront, it's it's hard to not fall into these little traps that are gonna make. I think society is is getting better with it though. Yeah. Because there's been a focus on trying. To and there's it. so much farther to go. I just think we need to start stop running. You don't gotta run away from Instagram. You don't gotta delete your Instagram account if you feel like it's not helping you. Yeah. But you just need to. Place less power. Place less power. Oh, wow, you brought it full circle. That was so beautiful. But that's what it is. The way that you put that's that's what it is. Together. So, don't run from these things. Just place use them more responsibly just, and don't put the power. So, place less power. So, <laughs> so, the last thing I want to say is, again, reiterate, if you need help, feel free to contact me. You said it's cool with him. Clay, sure. I'm sure it's okay with you. Absolutely. So, that's on There the you go, man. So, with that being said. You want to talk, baby? Let's talk to me. Talk to me nice. <laughs> Talk to me nice, boy. Where did that come from? <laughs> that was that was growing inside. Yeah. Uh, it came out uh, with a life of its own. Talk to me nice. Yeah. <laughs> that was out there. That was out there. Uh, so Clay, uh, are are you on Tinder? You know what? I deleted all dating apps for a really long time. Oh, we, oh, you use multiple, eh? Because I'm I for the longest time I only use or, Tinder. I don't care to be transparent about this, by the way. Like. You'll probably find me on Tinder if you really want to. Well, to be fair, it. man, like, if you're on it, people will see it. See, yeah, exactly, so I don't even care to say <laughs> So whoever's on it will see you. Yeah. So, so I was on Tinder for the longest time, and my cousin put me on Bumble. And to be honest, bro, <laughs> Bumble's way better. Well, let's, okay, wait, well, spell out the difference. Like, this is, this is not... You gotta spell out the difference of Bumble and Tinder for people that don't know. <laughs> on Bumble... Shut up! Don't. If you don't know the difference between Tinder and Bumble, you're fucking lying. Everybody's on it. No, Everybody's on it. That's why I don't care to but the big, I've seen everyone. Okay, but you have to assume that there's some people that may listen that don't know. The difference between Bumble and Tinder is on Bumble, the girl has to reach out to you. Yes, which is cool, but that's not the only reason why I like it. But that is the defining What's, what's the other reason why I like it? Bumble, I feel like uh, people take it more serious. Like Tinder, like my... Okay, this is going to be terrible. Okay. And I haven't, I haven't, I don't do this Is anymore. it going to be terrible? I don't do this anymore, but definitely when I first got Tinder, my muscle memory was... Swipe right. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I don't... I know people like that. Like, like my first instinct when I go on Tinder is to not take it serious, right? But I'm in a point in my life that, like, to be honest, I'm over that whole, you know what I mean? Like, how a relationship with a person for the day, and then you move on. You know what, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like... That doesn't appeal to me anymore. Okay, okay, okay. That doesn't. Appeal. I'm just like bored of that. Yeah, I'm bored. You want to see if you can actually meet a dope ass chick. Hundred percent. That's fine. You should feel that way. Yeah. That you want to feel someone. You you want to meet someone. Yeah. I don't want. That, I, I also said you want to feel someone dope, but that that was <laughs> that was definitely <laughs> leaning towards the other direction of the point I was trying to make. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but hey. No, but seriously, you should honestly. So my, anyways, in in terms of this whole battle between Tinder and Bumble. Because this is the talk of the town now. Okay. This battle, yeah, this right. battle is like the Rodgers versus Brady. Okay. This battle is, is like really. This battle is like 
the the Nazis versus the Allies. This is like some of the biggest stuff in history right now. Gotcha. Is the Tinder versus Bumble. I didn't realize. And you know what? Bumble's up ten after they put the Bumble patch on the LA Clippers jersey. That was a bar. So I noticed this, and it blew my mind that an LA sport. This is genius, though. Genius. An LA sports team is promoting is is advertising like advertising a dating, a dating app. app. It is be- it in was- the biggest market. And the reason why I'm I'm so okay with talking about it, Clay, is because that very reason is they're normalizing it. Mm-hmm. That like dating apps. It's been normalized. Let's let's yeah, yeah, I like E Harmony hasn't been a thing since. No, no, but you went E Harmony. Yeah, but when E Harmony was out, but when you heard somebody was on it, you're like, <laughs> you that's all. You can't be talking. I was never in that. Like I wasn't old enough to be able to be using that shit. Yeah, so I actually wonder what it was like. Were people like that, or was it a big? When thing? I first, maybe it was a big. When thing I first signed up for Tinder, I was a little bit ashamed of it. I won't lie. Cause it's like, oh fuck, dude! Like seriously, like I'm on Tinder right now. Like, what's wrong? Okay, with fair you? enough. I feel but like now I it's like that's like a normal agree. part of the way that our like our generation has come up. It's like meeting people online. How how different is it than making a friend on Xbox or PlayStation? Dude, doing? the way I think of it is like this: How many people? And shut up. Be honest with yourself. How many people do you follow on Instagram that, that you actually know. have talked to before? That's a bar. That's a bar. That's the same thing. You know what I mean? Stop acting. Stop acting like it's not. Instagram isn't Tinder. Because guess what, people? It's 2019. It's it's pretty much the same thing. Instagram is Tinder. The shorties. It's it's for the shorties. Everything I do is for the shorties. No, but that's a a great point. Everything I do. Yo, I go for a walk, it's because I want to be slim for the shorties. I don't walk because I like it. I hate walking. But that's I don't even lift because I like it. <laughs> no, I like it. That's so much shit. shit. But that's I why Instagram has swallowed other other social media, like 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 Twitter, for example. That's why Twitter is in the back burner now in a lot of ways, and Instagram is a lot more popular. Uh, okay, so I just want to talk about that like very shortly. I feel like t- Twitter went from like very high, yeah, dipped. Crashed. Yeah. But now it's coming coming back. back. Well, I use Twitter for news. It's coming back. Dude, realistically, I feel like Twitter is perfected. It's it's perfected. Why? Because because let's be real, man. If anybody wants to voice an actual opinion, what you're gonna post a picture? Excuse me on IG. No. If you want to hear someone say some shit, what does Kanye do? He tweets something. And what does Twitter's ten times funnier? Let's just talk about. Let's just keep it on the idea of like Instagram is like a dating app. Yeah. Okay. The reason why our generation is on Instagram more than Twitter Ooh. is for that sole reason. Ooh. Oh my God, bars. Because it's photos. No, bars. It and it's right. And I completely. But I will agree with what you said. Like I feel like the first like. Couple times I like downloaded Bundle, Bumble, and or Tinder, and Bumble. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was but like, a little ashamed of it. I, I yeah. At first I, I was. I was like, oh, I was like, do I do I should I use this? Yeah. I was like, do I need to use this? Right. It's like a hit to. It's like a a hit to your pride, to your ego. It's like fuck, man. Like I can't. Meet but then what you take it? What's wrong with my game? I gotta resort to this, but it's not even like that. It's just that's just what you think Dude, it's a man. Really, it's it's twenty nineteen. That's just, it's normal. It's 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 it's, it's, normal it's, it's it's mad normal. So, anyways, all my point is, I just want to bring it back to the war because the, the I, don't I, think, I don't think there's a war because at the, shut up, dude. There's totally a war. I'm on both sides. <laughs> I'm on both sides because okay. I use both. I use both. I won't lie. I won't lie. But the reason why there's a few reasons why Bumble is elite. So if you're contemplating getting on it, if you if you're on Tinder, you've never tried Bumble. Cut it out. You need to get Bumble, and I'll tell you why. One, way more likes. You don't run out of likes as fast. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay? 
The other thing is, is that dating is not the only thing. I mean, I the limit every day. You get probably that 12-hour probation. Buddy, you, you know, you're you know when, when you're doing the right click, like, or the right swipe, you run out in like 30 seconds. That's crazy. At my rate. That's at crazy. My, at crazy. my swipe per second rate that I take pride in, you're I'm, an, an, I'm an Olympic athlete. Yeah, you're like an you're Absolutely. Like, that's how you work out. Absolutely. Everything I do is for the shorties, including my fucking hand speed. So that's that. That's crazy. But listen, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why Bumble's way more elite too. It's outside of just dating, there's two other modes. There's like one where people can focus on finding friends. There's like Bumble BFF. I should fucking work for Bumble. So to be honest, I'm gonna send this to fucking Bumble. Hashtag that. You can find friends. Yeah. So it's called like Bumble BFF. I think that's what it's called. Okay. And the third one is Bumble Business. Business. Bumble Biz. Smart fucking business is like a biz. Yes, like a it's a genius fucking marketing, but, by but, the way. But it's like, how do people use it? It doesn't matter. People Let's be real. It. Who's using it? I thought about you. You know what I think? You know why? CEOs go on Bubble for business and be like, yo, this is No, it's not that. Resume and shit. It's not about CEOs. It's not about that. It's not about that. This is what they want. This is what they wanted to accomplish with that feature is to bring collaborations. It's like, I need to work with someone who has, it's good with camera work. I need someone who knows how to build an app. It's connecting people who For have sure. different skills because they were trying to, because now is the age of entrepreneurship, especially yeah, totally. with now with the ease of being able to network and connect with people. It's the age of entrepreneurship. Yeah. That's why I'm able to sit with you guys today and share this post with like whoever wants to watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it could go somewhere, but that whole, Bumble biz is a genius idea. Like even whether or not you decide to use it or not, you might not be like into business. Those people no, who are it's really smart. Well, any opportunity to network and like that's the that's the whole thing. And this is why I talk about like the internet providing resources. Like there's so many tools. Powerful. There. There's so many being tools, stuck in so. being stuck in a town, or if you didn't have the internet and you couldn't reach out to people, you rely solely on your friends. So if my only friend is Noah and my mom and Ray and my my dad, if I have like four people I know, yeah. If you guys don't edit stuff, I'm stuck. I'm I'm sorry, I can't do it. Yeah. But when you have the internet. You can either learn how to do it yourself, or you have opportunities to network with people through apps like this. Yeah. And then you can find the person that's going to do that, right? Yes. Dude, my favorite band, the Lumineers. Okay. Their cello player, Nyla Picard. They found her on like an ad on the internet. Yeah. They were playing in a town that she was in. They needed a cello player. Yeah. And she showed up. And then, then, yo, then wow. now they're the Lumineers. Wow. But like that's that, the power of the internet. That's gonna that, be the title of this episode is power of the internet. It's insane. Because the power of the internet can go good, bad. It can go bad. Yeah. It can go informational. You just gotta put the power in the right place. You gotta put the power the internet, okay, see, because the internet is not one thing. <laughs> the internet is one thing. It is an extension of our lives. Yeah. So it's like Dude, that juke was rude, AJ, boy! AJ, that, bro, this guy's a beast. This guy's a, he's a rookie, eh? I'm telling you, that left foot just like planted in the foot, I'm going this Hey, rookies are built different. They are nowadays, bro. Evolution is working its fucking magic right oh, now. It's messed up. I want to see Baker Mayfield on the fucking field right now. It's pissing me off. My fantasy week this year is done. Or this week, sorry. Me and Noah are like really tight right now, to be honest. Like, my, Ertz and Landry. I haven't checked my game. Ertz and Landry aren't doing anything for me. I need to check that. I haven't checked Wentz that. Wentz isn't doing anything for me. He's my fucking starting QB. That hurts the most because QBs are supposed to produce. Yeah, yo, Cam Newton's not doing anything for me either. So I, I think QBs really... are having a bad week in general right now. Besides Lamar Jackson. Okay, there we go, Cam. Let's I think go. Mahomes is hooping too. Mahomes is always hooping. I don't know the score, but before he was. He's always. Well, the second half just starting. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm out of topics right now, though. 
I feel like we like unpack. I don't know how long we've been doing this for. Like I, mean, I can check right now. I can check right now. Maybe we can wrap things up. We'll watch some football. It's been going on for an hour thirty-five. Do you want to keep going for two hours? We got twenty-five minutes to kill. Oh, Is there anything that you guys have on your mind right now, specific? Is there something you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about last night? Can we get into that, or is that way too like rated R? Too spicy. Okay. Yeah, that's not a good. Save idea. it for a non. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna name. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't gonna name any names. This has been a really good episode. Like this is our best episode yet. Okay. Yeah. The, like the, the the like honestly, in my opinion, this has been like. The I like the topics we've been. I knew it was going yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I heard. I want to hear what other people have to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice having Claire on, man. You're the boy. Honestly, you're a good conversation too. Like, yeah. Very well spoken. 100%. You got some good insight. I feel like a lot of the times, like, to be honest, if I'm trying to say something, I can't get it out. I feel like you just know how to just, like, word you, you'll, like, piece it together. I'll be like, ah, yeah, you know. Yeah, and I don't, like, these are funny things, though, when you, you think about, like, how different people just have, like, a little thing that they're just naturally comfortable with. And is it natural? Is it, you know what I mean? Like, so for me, the one thing that I've always valued in terms of communication and I think it's a reason why I can like I have been like a solid communicator. Yeah. Um. When I was younger, and I was like, my mom had me write letters. Oh yeah. I was a kid, so my mom would make me write letters to people that I was like when I was like feeling down. So you I, just wouldn't send. Because I struggled with mental health when I was a kid, like forever. Like I, um, I remember in my elementary school, I started struggling at one point, and they brought in like a social worker, and I would go leave class like once. I don't know if it was like once a week or something mm-hmm. to like go talk to them for a little bit. I didn't really find it very helpful to be quite honest with you, but it was something that we did. But my mom would make me write letters to people and I would she wouldn't let me send them. It was just like write it, don't send like, it. Yeah, and just I, so like, you can be I built the muscle and it's like building the muscle, right? Like I built the muscle of like putting my thoughts to words. Yeah. And I think because I did that for so long, it's something that like I just got naturally That's like real. pretty fluent with, right? That's real. But I think, man, it's like and me and Noah actually had this conversation too, and it's like when if there's anything you want to pass down, so like when we talked about like our little cousins, little brothers, or youth, like youth in like your life, like young people that you know, what is the message or what are the lessons that you want to instill, right? Already, are you asking me or is that a rhetorical? Well, yeah. well no, I'm curious. Like, what, what would you, what would you sort of think? Uh, hundred percent that anything you put your mind to, you can achieve it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, good. that's self belief. Yeah, it's it's because like, listen, man, like if you really want what to you be put something, your time into is what you're. Yeah, I agree with that. I tell that my you my become what you want to be, bro. You really become who you want to be. You are, and also that you're a product of the five closest people to you. To value the people <coughs> yeah, around you. Another, yeah, surround yourself with people who you want to aspire to be and people who provide, who will help you grow. Like, yeah. I, I mean, a, a thing that was weird was, like, noticing, like, which people. Like, it, it surprised me, to be honest, like, which people I thought in my life, like, who showed me, like, oh, shit, like... Like, this person's actually helping me grow, and I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like having, noticing that thing is, noticing that, those type of things is something I'd definitely give advice to my younger brothers, yeah. for sure. Also, also did not be afraid to let somebody go from your life that's also holding you back. Mm-hmm. And is not being a good person to you. Because yeah. that can be some of the most damaging relationships that, relationships. that you can have in your life. That can cause really the worse. most damage, bro. Like, the... The people that you were expecting to give your, like, again, we're talking about the whole ratio thing. It's like, nothing feels worse than putting in more effort and getting a fraction of it back. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like if I got 45% from someone, but I was giving them 55, I can live with that. Yeah. That might be their personality type. Yeah. I be I might be more of like a... Or just I where sh- you are in life. You yeah, might yeah, yeah. Just be in a position where you're going to provide more value. Exactly. You're going to be busy with certain things. Yeah. yeah. You nailed it. So for me, it was like, I think the, the most important things is just to value the people who are around you mm-hmm. and to also be a hard worker and you can achieve whatever the fuck you want to achieve. I like that. And then, and it kind of, that kind of, kind of goes with what I thought. And I think it's, um, and I had learned this. So this is like some more listening to podcast stuff about basketball, for example. So, mm-hmm. um, there's a Carlton Ravens basketball team, mm-hmm. the most dominant, you know, team in North American collegiate sports. Mm-hmm. Um, win national titles every year here be American like are pretty stand up and hold their own against division one competition very good um, I was listening to a podcast with their coach Dave Smart so um, he was talking about the one message that they give to their players every year is you need to own your confidence um, you can never let somebody else confidence. take your belief of yourself and your ability away from you mm-hmm. if I have to coach you really hard and tell you're the worst player ever to get the point across you can't let yourself believe now that you're the worst player ever yeah. and it's like I think that idea of like never giving someone enough power to change the way you think about yourself and always net like always owning that you know yeah. what i mean and i feel like if you can always be at the forefront of how you feel or how you view yourself and what you're capable of yeah never let someone else put like a cap on your potential never let someone else tell you what you can or cannot do 100 um you need to own your belief system in yourself and you need to own like the person that you are 100%. Right? and like never let someone take that away. Cause I feel like that's something that we've all fallen into mm-hmm. where, um, you let someone tell you that you can do something and you backed away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, really funny. You want some backstory on like the whole dollar in a podcast thing. Cause I did it with Simon Rosinski, right? What's he up to these days, by the way? Simon is in, uh, he's in film school. He goes to York for film. What a legend. Yeah. So Simon's a beauty. So Simon, the way that we actually initially bonded for the very first time, and I'll, I remember it so vividly, I was my grade, I want to say grade 11, it was definitely English class, and we had our ISD culminating activity presentations, right? So I read a story called Black Boy, and now like most kids, when they read their culminating, their book for their culminating activity, I didn't read it. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't either. So like, you know, spark notes kind of thing, spark like whatever, you going to get the job done, but I didn't read the book. Okay, but anyway, when I learned about like, this character, especially fictional stories. Yeah. So what I actually, so when you do your culminating presentation, they, the only rule that you basically have is you can't just present your paper. Yeah. You gotta do something a little bit different. Right? Yeah. So I always, so what I, the direction that I took my presentation was I compared myself to the lead character in Black Boy mm-hmm. and I talked about how there were similarities and differences in us. And it was like a character analysis. Yeah. Me to the, the person. Okay. And then it became though this like kind of, I started talking about, cause this character and I can't remember the exact details of the book, but he was basically like a trailblazer, like wasn't supposed to do stuff, but like didn't care what other people thought and just went for it. Okay. And then the, the presentation in itself kind of became a little bit of like, we've all had people tell us we can't do something, but if you're really passionate about something, you should pursue it. Yeah. And I, I remember I briefed my friends in the class. And me and you Simon, don't even understand how real that yet. is until you're yeah. older. And me, sucks. and me and Simon weren't friends yet at this point. We weren't okay. really like friends. So I briefed a couple of my buddies. I'm like, hey, at the end of my presentation, I'm going to ask the room to share something that they're passionate about that yeah. people have told them not to pursue. Yeah. I can't get crickets. Okay. So like, yeah. you need to say something. Yeah. Okay. So you take the next 10 minutes to think about it. Yeah. When I ask the question, do not leave me hanging up there. Yeah, yeah, but luckily other people had wanted to chime in. Yeah. Oh, and we're that's telling sick. stories. That's so it became sick. a really cool thing. 
But what I were some of the answers that you got? Um, a girl wanted to be a writer, but she was told not to. I used the example of when I went to my guidance office to talk about pursuing careers in school. I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be a journalist. Mm -hmm. They told me not to do it because it doesn't pay well enough. Because they're like, the average journalist makes X amount. And, and then I asked the they question. Know the internet age is some of the highest so thing if you run a blog. I asked the question of, well, what makes you think like I'm going to be just like an average journalist? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why are you going to tell me? Damien Williams? So that was the issue. Yes. That, that was the sort of oh, issue that I boy. had. And um, people were into it. People were like giving ideas and stuff. But this guy is signing out of the fucking yeah, yeah, fuck. Simon, no, this is fire. I'm listening. The really cool thing about Simon game. was Simon was like, it was later on that we spoke for the first time, and yeah. he was like, dude, I've been wanting to be friends with you ever since I listened to your presentation. And wow. Like, and that's, that's how we got that's really cool. close. That's pretty cool. And that's how we actually got really close in boys. And Simon was going to go to school for like being fucking, like, like he's a smart kid. Like, he was going to go to school to like, Yo, Simon is smart cutter. as hell. Dude. But to be honest, like, we made the joke that I ruined his life. Because like, and like me and his mom will joke about it like when we were always hanging out because like Simon was like, no, I want to be a doctor. I want to be, I want to go to film school. I'm happy. And now whatever. And then we've always made a joke of like, the, the, the deal that we basically have is like, I've led you down this path of like following your dreams. If shit goes, hits the fan, it's I have to have a couch available for him. Like, yeah. I need to let him live with me when that day comes. Fun if if shit hits the fan, right? I'm fair. fair I'm cool with that. But like. Um, but yeah, like, now this guy's like in film school pursuing his dreams kind of thing, doing his thing. We don't talk a lot anymore. We actually reconnected a couple days ago. Oh yeah? Which was oh, cool. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, that's actually like the bastard of how like we actually got friends and started doing all the podcast stuff. Oh man, my team sucks. You're struggling? Uh, not that bad. Dude, you still got a bunch of players to play. You're, you're in good shape. For now, you're in good shape. Chubb needs to do something, man. You're winning. Think of it like yeah, that. he's playing more players, you know, and my quarterback only has 13 points on the whole bitch. Fuck. Um, I have a question for you, Clay. Okay. So you're done the dollar in your pod. Okay. That's not coming back. Is that not like, that exact thing? If I come back to the other pod. Okay, that's that's back. exactly what I was gonna ask you. Is there something in in the back pocket that you want to create? Mark Are you working on a project? Are you going to put something out for the masses as kind of like your vice? Like, it's your vice. This is my hero. So, your creative. Yeah, so that I do, kind of. Um, I don't want to like, put my cards on the table kind of thing, but no I guess problem. I can share. But, um, this would be the time to do it. So, my biggest thing, and, like, it's been at the forefront of everything, I feel like we need to... Um, we need to push creativity, and we need to, like, embrace that. And people that want to create, we need to, like... Want like we need to push people along and help support them. Support each other, like support so local creators. I believe essentially, yeah. So I believe that there's like I had this idea. This was kind of funny, and it never ended up happening. But so when I watched like James Corden like uh, carpool car like karaoke, mm -hmm. I was like, that's the greatest job in history. It's a really good that's, like, job. That's the greatest thing ever. It's a really good job. But like, so I had the actually the idea of doing like a um, like a that's short really podcast and then like a car ride. And then I want to do it with like local people that have businesses or like something on the go okay. that they can promote. And it's just like a platform for people to promote stuff mm -hmm. and get to know people, the person behind the business. That's pretty sick. Right? So, but You're doing something for the city. But I it never necessarily formulated, but what I'd actually honestly like to do and like my bigger idea and like maybe if there's other creative people in Hamilton and they're interested in this, but like for sure, let's do it. I'd honestly like to create something like almost like a network or a channel with multiple different types of creative people mm -hmm. and to use that platform and then using the different audiences and the different types of um, content 
and being able to push that and drive production or drive like eyeballs and people watching and viewership with each other. Mm -hmm. My more bigger idea is to create a network that different creative people can use as an opportunity to promote what they do locally. We can get behind we can get behind each other in terms of like creatives. Yeah. Um, and just have like a cool kind of platform where you can get a lot of local people, people that you're friends with or know that you can have an opportunity to support them through like Yeah, and I think that's ventures. really needed right now. Podcasts is something that are like obviously is my thing that I love and that you guys are doing which is really cool and I fucking love There's podcasts. so many other things but like to be able to use a podcast for example um I'm gonna drop a little ad here, dude. Do you mind? No. Do I drop a little promo? So oh, my right shirt. Ahead. If you like my shirt, okay, it's LVMK Apparel. Um, it's a local brand. Um, dope gear. So like, hey, who's making it? So uh, Han and Jesse Ho. Han and Jesse Ho. They're, they're locals. My sister's a part of the brand too. Cool. Um, they they just spent the last couple weeks at the CNE. They had a booth. Sick. Um, so it looks dope too. Like no, it's like gold it's on the black. And the print yeah. is mad high quality. Like, and like I can see that this is not cheap. Show. Yeah, so it's like really good. Honestly, it's like really, really high quality, quality clothes. Yeah. Um, shirts, t-shirt, uh, shirts, sorry, sweaters, tank tops, a bunch of cool I stuff. I have to get into this. Um, LVMK underscore apparel, I think, is the Instagram. If you want to like, so say it again. LVMK. Yeah, so it's Leisure Mark Apparel. So it's LVMK underscore apparel. Okay. On Instagram, we'll put in the bio. Boom. Um, or the description, sorry, yeah, that you can click on. Yep. But, so the, the really cool thing that I get behind this is they're really good people, obviously. 10% um, of all proceeds goes towards City Kids in Hamilton. Okay. So, if there's anything that you can get behind is people helping people. Okay. And um, obviously... I agree with that 100%. Um, the whole brand, the more that you support learn about locals, it, the more man. you can get behind it. So, support locals. Um, if you want to see some more gear or learn a little bit more, go on Instagram, LVM Cannon Short Apparel. Look at all this stuff. If you like it, buy something. And if you want to talk to them, they're really cool people. DM them, talk to them. They're really dope. But um, I, wanna, I, I believe platforms like this should be used to push um, other local people. And I think the more that we use each other as an opportunity to push each other forward, I think I it definitely really want to elevate, way. bro. I want to take this. I tell yeah. him all the time of yeah. what I what I my vision is for this this podcast. Yeah. It's like this isn't no this isn't a ho hum thing that I want to do. Mm -hmm. This is like you want to be This in, is the real yeah, thing. This is the real thing for me. Yeah. Like I'm trying to go the distance. Yeah. This time around, it's it's something that also gives me purpose. So even if it doesn't, it's something that I do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like so, I yeah, this is something that I just look forward to yeah. every every. I love this. Like whenever I you know who's actually a really you know who's a large influence for me? Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons is dope. So like this, the way that he kind of has like Grantland and he has like a, a network that he kind of runs and he has content of his own, but he has other people and it kind of goes across all different things. Yeah. Um, I, that's kind of like, that's something that would motivate me more so than just like having an individual podcast. Yeah. Um, being able to create a platform or a network to have other, more than one sort of creative person and to have a bunch of content that everybody can find interest in or you know, anybody can, you know, go right, to, right, to watch. Right, 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 right. I would like to good, more yeah. so connect creative people and, these, and develop a platform to do that. Yeah. So that's more something that's that I thought about. So if you are a creative person, you watch this and that's you're like, hey, that's hella interesting. All creative people are welcome to the show, by the way. Yeah. And um, we have like, I think two more guests that are coming in, but after that, yeah. it's free show. But no, if you're like a creative person, you build stuff, you have a business, whatever it might be, and you want to, you either find that interesting and you want to, and maybe you have an idea that I haven't talked about and you can actually help push that forward. Yeah. Uh, it's something that we can all do kind of collaboratively, collaboratively sorry, together to make it right. But yeah, um, yeah I'll definitely support it. Yeah, we'll for sure. and, and we'll make it happen. But that's kind of like a, a little bit of an idea I have 
on the back burner trying to make that happen. Cool, man. That's, that's I, I hope it works out for you. For sure. So here's my thing. I think it's it's almost time to wrap up because I want to watch some football. I do too. You, so. We've been very distracted a little bit. Yeah. The course of it too. Which is okay. I expected it. Like every time we do a pod, man, we either have UFC on, football on. So it's like, whatever, man. It, it is what it is. For the most part, we stayed pretty focused for what we were dealing with. Yeah. So uh, let's wrap shit up. Absolutely. Um, I did want to say one more thing, but it's slipping my mind. Is there anything that you want to say before we wrap things? Like you've been tuned out. You've been tuned the fuck out for the past like 10, 10, 10 15, 15 minutes maybe? Yeah. Not really. I've, I've been listening though. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I want to say thanks guys for having me. That was really cool. Come on, yeah, bro. No, to th- you, thank you for inspiring like, us. Dude, yeah, straight up. We're going to be on more probably. Absolutely. You're a regular. Yeah, you're a regular, bro. If you're, you're cool regular, if you're cool with that, I'll tell him I can. All right, like us. Oh, I like that. Wow, yeah. are you a super villain? <laughs> oh, Holy shit! Like, they they got the news, man. <laughs> it's my life. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no more games. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, that but awesome. no, thanks, man. This is dope. I'm really excited for the direction of this. Obviously, you guys are like both We're really doing insightful, really entertaining. Yeah. Um, if you guys are both all in, it's going to be something Thank really you. cool. Thank you. Respect. Respect. And um, it's going to be great. I can't wait to follow it. Woo! That's a wrap. Man, good pod. We're four for good four. Fire, 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 fire. <laughs> fire. <laughs> all right, let's wrap it up.